Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. So, in the world of LED light bulbs, which I know seems the most random thing to say, but a light bulb on my porch died. And I hadn't had to put a light bulb in there in like forever. And the last one I put in there was an old school incandescent bulb, you know what I'm saying? You know? And uh, before that, I attempted to have a fluorescent bulb in there. But fluorescent bulbs don't work when you live in a cold environment because it's too cold out there for the bulb to ever, you know, heat, you know, fluorescent bulbs get warmer and they they get brighter because they like they've heated up basically. Mm -hmm. So I was like, make sure I don't put another fluorescent bulb in there. One, I don't even think I have a fluorescent bulb. I don't even know if they still sell them hoes. But uh, I did have uh, uh, the last of a box of LED bulbs I have. And so I put that, well, I had Xander actually put it in the Porsche uh, yesterday. LED lights is wild white. You know what I'm saying? It's a very white light. And my porch is disco bright right now. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to be, that's going to attract or detract bugs because it's super bright, but it's not a warm light. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I thought bugs was headed so, toward the, the heat, but are they just headed is toward it white the light? or yellow? It's white. Like the whitest of lights mm. is wild. <laughs> It's like an intensely bright white light. It's like blue mm. on my on my camera, and y'all can I can kind of show y'all what it kind of looks like. Yeah, light light the light bulb game is so like in a strange place right now. Like it's hard to find old school glass light bulbs anymore. Like now, most of them have transitioned to. Well, of course, you're not gonna be able to see how light it is, but that shit is. I see like, a big old ball of white, so yeah. <laughs> your shit look like uh like when they were checking on uh people through the security camera on the wire. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, because because the, uh, the uh the uh the LED bulb is indeed uh plastic. Mm-hmm. You know? So you you are you are de- dead on with that. But you know, uh I have found the uh, again. I know this is a random ass conversation to have, but it's just where I'm at with 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 the technology, like it was saying. But fridge lights or appliance lights still seem to be glass. Yes. Uh, the little the little what you want to call them? You know the candle looking joints. You know your chandelier type bulbs. The the fancy ones, yeah. Yeah, they still seem to have uh, be made of glass. But the main, you know, the business of light bulbery. You are absolutely correct. Has has uh very much become one of those situations where it's like, nah, bro, we we just gonna throw that vision plastic like everything else. I'm like, come on, man, stop. 
I got to put a bulb in this my my little old can, old style joint over here, man. Yeah, the the boys had like this um this big old teddy bear light, um, and I'm not sure if it was LED, but it had like these strange yellow coils in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, man, I thought this bad boy wasn't supposed to go bad forever, but it keep on flashing on and off. So I'm gonna replace that light bulb because they have, of course, a a regular ceiling light, but their lamp has been um, MIA for quite some time. So like the, the lamp is actually um, missing, or it just needs a new bulb. <laughs> it, it, they have they haven't used it in a long time because I didn't replace the bulb yet. Ah, quite. But I was at I was at Marks, um, and they had like the uh, the fancy glow um, lights for they were uh, it was a four pack, and they were three for a dollar. I'm like, um, let me get these because these are the kind of bulbs we got in the bathroom. Well, not my bathroom, but a bathroom yeah. in the house. So, yeah, Marks is always coming through with the winds. I tell you that. When I come in, I come through, and that's just what it is, man. <laughs> Those random things, like that's how you know. That's how you know you'd be old man in it. Sometimes you'd be like. My conversation choice this evening. I'd like to talk about light bulbs, fellas. Come on now, let's get to it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's the different little things that uh, people get excited about. So, yeah, again, I was at Marks this evening, and um, I seen uh, a chopping board, and this chopping board had the knife equipped in the side of it, like the paring knife. I thought that was really neat. I have a, a vegetable peeler that has a paring knife mm-hmm. at the bottom of it. And like by far like the sharpest knife in my whole house. That motherfucker is, is dangerous. <laughs> I was just about to say, I was just about to call it a ninja knife to come out the bottom of the peeler. Like, yeah. oh, you thought I was done? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um uh do y'all know how to sharpen y'all knives? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how to do it on a um on like a like a piece of like sandstone or nothing like that. I mean, I imagine um, I probably could. I just have like one of those um, old school knife sharpeners that you just hold it on one side and drag the knife through. I know um, they say that's not the best for your knives, but that should get it sharp. So that's what I have too, and I always feel like I don't do it right. <laughs> so my trick is I, I'm some I'm positive somewhere the internet taught me this. The bottom of mugs. Like, yes. you know, that, that ceramic part right there? But basically, it's, I go... It's almost as hard as a diamond, they say. Yeah, I go on the sink. I let the water run on it. So it's like a wet stone in, in for real. And I know the angle I need to be at. And so whenever I want to, I, whenever I feel I need to, like usually, you know, Thanksgiving or I'm about to cut some other stuff, I just sharpen my knife and that shit, it worked. That, that's a hack that has held, down, held me down like steel. You can sharpen your knife on your on your mugs. And uh, it makes for a real good cut there afterwards. We're like, hmm, look at this. So now, does it matter if you push away or pull? I pull. So I, I don't know if that matters. That's just the technique I, I, I use. I, I usually I, I'm just doing like this, and I, I you know over and back and forth, turn it over, and I try to keep it at a at a, at a slight bit of an angle. Mm-hmm. So the the basically, if you I, I, I recall that if you looked at a, a at a knife under a, a microscope. Uh, I think it even it has to be like an electron microscope. You got to get in super tight on it. Basically, the metal just kind of is either laying flat, 
which makes it sharp, or it's kind of bristling upwards, like you know what I'm saying? If it's either like this or it's like that, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of the metal kind of comes out like it's filing. Basically, when you're what you're doing is when you hit it, when you're holding that edge, is you're laying that metal back flat against itself. And so that's why I just kind of pull when I when I when I'm uh, sharpening the knives. It's a, like, you know, it's, old, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sharpener on the back of my damn, you know, can opener. I don't even use that can opener anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I, I was I was literally about to say that. Like, when we were little, that we used to just, uh, you know, turn on the can opener and, and she'd, see the, the sparks fly. Super mm. nice. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I wish I still had a can opener like that. I, I mean, it's underneath. The, I got, it's like, it's not even something that's in general population on my, my, my countertop is under. It's underneath in the cabinet. I just still happen to have it. Yeah. Because I got a. Yeah. Good, how often do you? Am I cracking how cans? Often do you? Yeah. Regular enough, but I actually used a handheld one that uh, opens the can without making a sharp edge. Yeah. You seen those those type of can openers? Yeah, pretty much almost um, every can opener because. Um, like if you do it like this from the top, it'll make it sharp. But if you do it like this from the side, it'll it'll just oh, open up the side. Well, I have one specifically that was made for doing it from the side. I got a knife. My can opener is kind of fly. I think we saw that shit on a YouTube video, and that's why we ordered it. It it both it does the the little side open. They got a bottle opener at the end of it. And it also has like a little hooky. So if you want to crack open a can or pull open a can or like you know beefaroni or some shit, it's got that hook. So you yeah. ain't got to you know get your finger all up underneath it. Yeah, it's um for the most part, the only thing I think uh like every once in a while I'll buy like a can of pineapples or something like that. But for the most part, I eat fresh pineapples. Um maybe tomato paste or like um uh, like cans of salmon, um when I make salmon croquettes. But like we uh oh oh of course and friggin' beans. Like um Yeah, for the most part it's for for beans and salmon. How very specific. You damn. <laughs> <laughs> How often you whipping up salmon? Salmon croquettes? Yeah, like, or mackerel, whatever the hell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, either, either salmon croquettes or mackerel. Um, I would say like once every couple weeks. Like, um, I like them. My partner likes them. Anthony likes them every once in a while. And do you um, make a pot of sweet rice to go with it? That's how, that's, I how I remember, you, that's how I remember eating mackerel usually, when I was little. <laughs> usually it's just grits. Okay. Yeah, it was a... Like, it was uh, my, usually uh, it's grits. My, 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 like, my, I've, I don't, I've never had uh, sweet rice before. Oh, say word. Yeah, my, yeah. Mom, my mom's will whip up a pot of, a pot of rice and, uh, and the croquettes and... Uh, Maybe we just, you know what I'm saying? We just little, you know, fat little fatlings. We used to be put some put sprinkle some uh some sugar on them <laughs> shits, you know what I'm saying? And it was that it was the yeah, banger to I, me, you know what I'm saying? Like I never um I've I know people who ate sweet rice before, but I've never ate it personally. Mm-hmm. Um that's just just as me. Yeah, I think um sweet rice is more of like uh Going over Auntie Janice's house type thing, like um, <laughs> she was always the um, on the wave of what was hot in the streets and what uh, what tasted good. Like I remember, um, we went over her house one weekend, and um, she made some popcorn, 
And then she threw some lorries on that on that popcorn. I was like, "Holy shit, this is good!" <laughs> like I had never experienced that before. Man, we ate like we ate so much popcorn that weekend. What What do you think? As we talk, we talking about you know various you know sweet sweet uh, black folk dishes. <laughs> what do you think is the white equivalent of the great grit debate between sugar and salt grits? Oh, man, maybe breaking spaghetti. <laughs> Yeah, motherfuckers do be hard on that. That 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 is what Daniel man. If you if you had to uh, guess, what do you think is the great debate amongst uh, uh, uh of white kind when it comes to like saying you know black folk be wild and like it's either sweet grits or salt grits and they be so so mad about it. And I'm just like I I, I, I wish I could work myself up to be that mad it's, about uh, it. Washing chicken. Oh shit! Mm. <laughs> I think that's a black and a white thing. That's I think that's where we got level playing field because like um I'm I had a um a previous um girlfriend and she was a uh, Jamaican and she loved calling me a fucking American and stuff like that. <laughs> but her thing was like you Americans don't wash your chicken before uh before you eat it. I'm like what? I mean, you've been in America a long time, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But they like have like a special technique where they're like, like it's like vinegar and water, and then they rub the chicken with a lime. I mean, okay, okay. what you want to do? I'm not gonna hate you for it, but don't. To me, that doesn't seem like washing. That just seems like brining it. Well, to me, there's that. that, That's a difference. Yeah, but that's definitely gonna kill any surface uh, germs, man. The 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 high acidity of citric of of a of a citric. Whatever, man. Have you, have you seen their chicken? Yeah. They cover that in all kinds of hot spices, and then they char the shit out of. It. Ain't nothing surviving that. Hey, double your safe. Yeah. Also, I'm just I never. Mean- I'm just. <laughs> I, I, I I genuinely don't worry about. Uh, I guess the cleanliness of my birds, in that, I'm going to cook them to to appropriate uh, an appropriate temperature. I'm going to season the dog shit out of them. So again, nothing walking out mm-hmm. that bitch alive. <laughs> you know, if I had to come up with one that's more, I guess, more comparable to the grits debate, mm. it'd probably be coleslaw. Really? Mm. Like yeah, the vinegar or vinegar oil like, joint versus yeah, mayo? That or like sweet coleslaw versus more savory coleslaw. Yeah. And you know, I have, and I'm not trying to, I know this seems like haha funny, but I have seen some, some people, the debate is that raisins or no raisins in their coleslaw. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, oh man. Well. I am. Uh, That's fucking insane. Yeah, man. Th- there's some fucked up coleslaws out there. Like, I'm not a big coleslaw fan, but I can tolerate certain ones when they're not like all sweet and chock full of veg- fruits that shouldn't be in there. Yeah. I like to give it up to you for pronouncing so, the L in coleslaw because Vanessa does not, and I laugh so hard. Oh, it's she called it co- coleslaw. 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 I'm like, where'd the L go, baby? Because you know it's there. <laughs> but it's not just her. They, so, they entire squad do that. So I just, I'm like, you was just raised this way. That ain't your fault. <laughs> so you lean more towards a savory coleslaw. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on the sweet one. Yeah, I don't. It, it strays too far from the vegetable base for me in that way. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of sweet or mayo coleslaw in general. I enjoy uh, kind of like a panini. You know what I'm saying? That the 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 oil vinegar, salt, pepper the, shit. Uh, oil and vinegar. Yeah. I I think. Um, I don't, I don't um like coleslaw that much. Like every once in a while, like if we cooking, um, if I'm cooking fish, 
like every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, I'll make a coleslaw. But like my coleslaw is definitely on the more savory side. It's mm-hmm. mayo based. And I always um, like, um, I guess, Julianne, the, the onions, too. So it'll give it yeah. like a, a extra like little savory flavor because like I fucking hate sweet coleslaw. And yeah. I fucking hate carrots in it. Um, if it's carrots in it, like I won't kick nobody, but I don't love it. And, you know, get you get your mouth all ready for hash and and to be fucking up and you know what I'm saying uh, uh, some some unpleasant uh, extra show up. Be like, I was not ready for this, and I had I had expectations. People, don't put this, don't don't go fucking it up, man. I yeah. want somebody make, that make uh, me more mad. Make a deviled egg today, and they use some cubie mayo, and I was like, I bet you cubie mayo go hard in deviled eggs. I, I I bought some QP mail from Costco not too long ago, and yeah. I, I'm very surprised. I, and I haven't addressed it with her. But I'm very surprised that my partner uses it because, like, she definitely on the straight and narrow of like uh, of everything. Like, she don't fuck around about nothing. Like, mm-hmm. if a piece of che- like if you're making her a grilled cheese sandwich and the cheese like comes off, that cheese is is dead to her. Like. Is it she like when I, when I make her a pound cake and it's just pound cake ain't no um no glaze on it, no nothing it's just pound cake so she don't like that chocolate it's just it not regular it ain't straight up. and she she mm-hmm. eats straight up so I get it try like, uh, making the grilled cheese but instead of butter on the bread use that QP oh. mayo already are already in the history books, buddy. Um, like for a while, um, I was fucking with Duke's mail, uh, only because like I hadn't heard of it, heard of it before. Like I hadn't seen it in a, I've heard of it, but I never seen it in a grocery store before. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I think, um, Duke's is like my, my second favorite. Like, um, is it, it, it just takes a, takes a little bit more savory and a little, it's less, a little bit more thick, but that cute for mail. It is from the South. No, sir. <laughs> Two C's. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, that the Costco near me has been really going ham on like getting different Asian products. Yeah, it was some like um, flaked up pork. I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is a big old bag of flaked pork." I don't. I didn't. I don't even know what you would use that for. I, I guess to thicken some sauce or something. Yeah, extra thick. Again, two C's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I self-lord and master, so bring disaster to evil factors. Demonic chapters shall be captured by kings through the storms of days after until the earth from the sun through triple darkness to blast you with a force that can't be compared to any firepower. Force mind power shared. The brainwave causes vessels to circulate like constellations reflects at night off the lake. Works of the father and mother earth. Seek it everlasting life through this hell for what it's worth. Look, listen, and observe. And watch another C-Cypher pulling my peeps to the curb. Heed the words. It's like ghetto-style proverbs. The righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve. Cannot afford to be confined in a cell. Brainwaste swell, turning a desert to a well. Experience the best teacher. Thoughts will spray like street sweepers, little daddy street preacher. Illustrious feature. Narrator you select. Accompanied by deck plus the DJ you respect. The seven and a half combined over the front line. The 10% is promoting standard slander in the airtime. 
Bear in mind, Jews be the tools of the trade. Sharp blades, heavenly praise, and dues are paid. Above the crowds, above the clouds where the sounds are original. Infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds raining down, holding it down. Hello, and welcome to it. Stage Crunchy Milk. Cleveland's longest running podcast until someone proves it different. It's episode 48. And we're turbocharged with two parallel ball bearing twin scrolled superchargers, turbochargers. <laughs> I am your host, Interstate with 713. Joyce Osborne, my best friends. It's Tatum. Oh, excuse me. It's Anthony Animal Thug Tatum. Good evening. We're here to do it hard. <laughs> or so. Along with the big homie Lushbox 2099. Hmm. I came prepared tonight. Right on, right on. Oh, no. And, uh, and I'm all mixed up feeling cornered and rushed. They said it's my fault, but I want her so much. Want to fly her away where the sun and rain come in over my face, wash away all the shame. When they stop and stare, don't worry me, because I'm feeling for her what she's feeling for me. I can try to pretend. I could try to forget, but it's driving me mad going out of my head. I don't know it. Then you're gonna tell me I'm be mad that I don't I did I I didn't know it. It's uh tattoo all the things she said. Oh. The hmm. two Russian girls that they try to portray as a lesbian couple back in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, that's a you familiar everybody. Familiar situation there. Huh. Right on. Where you go, people, we tattooing. But you know what it is, it's remote. Uh I got a news story. Got some member assholes. Me and Box going to go cyber divine. Ain't going to talk about whatever, whatever. We're going to talk about some entertainment news. It's going to be a delight. And I know you're going to enjoy it. But first, let me start you off with some sad ass news because that's how it goes down. It's not sad per se. It's sad with perspective. We'll, we'll, we'll say it like that. As always, from the good people over at Cleveland scene, this is Mark Opera on the byline. Reverend of Chesterland Church says drag event will go on as planned after building was vandalized last weekend. With protests planned, they're wondering what can we do to be more secure, but without losing our ethos. The C- Community Church of Chesterland, one of the venues set to host a drag event in the community on April 1st, was vandalized over the weekend, its leader, mm-hmm. Reverend Jess Peacock, said. Peacock, who's been the head pastor at CCC since 2021, told scene that they believe Molotov cocktails were thrown at the church's front-facing steel walls early Saturday morning, along with damage to outdoor lighting fixtures. Peacock said CCC's front signage was destroyed with a sledgehammer. It was pounded pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. Peacock said, unfortunately, it was raining Friday leading into Saturday. So it, I, I take it that helps, that helps tamp down flames. So I guess it could have been a lot worse. The combined drag brunch and story hour events, which will be hosted at Peacock's Church at and at the Element 41 restaurant in Chardon on Saturday, have been targeted for protests by the Proud Boys and other extremist groups and subject to online transphobic outrage. Why? Are, why do you, drag queens aren't trans people. That's, that's two very different things. <laughs> Keep going through this story. 
By, by labeling drag performers and their supporters as pedophiles or groomers, a red herring tactic used since 2020, such extremist groups, said Mallory McMaster, the actor's founder of the Fairmount Group, are rallying up illegitimate support for their far-right causes ahead of the 2024 national election. Mm. They did this with abortion. They did this with immigration. They attempted to do this with climate change. They did this with Black Lives Matter movement, McMaster, and LGBTQ activists who organized the Element 41 brunch toad scene. And it's the same hate groups with the same hateful message that you see jumping from movement to movement. No specific group took responsibility for the damage done to Peacock's church, but both the Reverend and McMaster believe it may be one of the white supremacist groups known to known to show up armed and seething to Ohio drag events. A March 13th protest against a drag at Wadsworth Memorial Park, where two people were arrested after a brawl erupted amidst the 300 attendees, was known to be spearheaded by neo-Nazis and the Ohio Proud Boys. A faction of the Western uh, chauvinist group declared a terrorist organization by Canada and New Zealand. The Proud Boys of Cleveland disavowed responsibility for Saturday's acts of vandalism, according to the, their public telegram page, which is littered with chauvinist memes and messages downplaying the incident. Looks like wind damage to me, a Proud Boy member posted Sunday, <laughs> captioning a photo of CCC's destroyed signage. McMaster is getting desperate. No arrests have been made. McMaster herself is unswayed. In Bolton, she said, from nine years of organizing pride in the CLE, McMaster said she'll be walking into Saturday's event with thick skin. She said she's beefed up her own personal security and has been in talks with Chief Scott Neos of the Chardon Police Department to ensure every attendee walks away Sunday unharmed. The point both McMaster and Peacock urged was to go with the events, go on with the events, giving it to fear, they said, is not an option, though it's hard to avoid the feeling. It's a fine line to walk, at least for me, Peacock said. It's what can we do to be more secure without losing our ethos and our sense of openness and inviting to the community? I'm scared, McMaster told Zine. This is probably the most scared I've ever been. <sighs> <clears throat> Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I I I sent you an article about this, and it's very surprised. First of all, I was surprised that they were even having that event in Chardon, um, because I mean I've told on this podcast before, like I, I go to that Walmart sometimes because um, it's just um uh, it's 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 an it's a it's a nice drive, but it's a disturbing drive too. Uh, <laughs> um, it's very, very rural out there. Um, and the whole time you're going out there is, um, let's go Brandon signs and not my president signs. And, um, like if it wasn't for the fact that like, they seem to always have the stuff you need on the shelves. I wouldn't be going up that way. Um, and like during the pandemic, like every time you went to like the, you know, the stores that are like closer to the city, it was just like, all right, well, I guess I'm not getting this today. But every time I went out there, they always had, especially if I was, you know, I used to get up around six o'clock and go. Um, but man, it's, It's scary the fact that like, you know, you just go twenty minutes outside of where you live at, and it's just like um, anything can happen. 
I, I keep saying it's just the ran- most random of things. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know. Again, like I said, trans people are are, are their own separate entity, and uh, drag is an entertainment culture that has existed for always. <laughs> like, I mean, like forever as 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 a portion of entertainment, there have been people who dress uh, not their gender. You know what I'm saying, yeah. or not their gender representation. So it's like, what 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 made them think that this these two things go hand in hand? Oh, they don't, yeah. do they? They're just liars, they aren't they? Or they're, or m- most of the time, they're just playing stupid. Um, or they don't even care. It's like, it's not the same thing. And to every time, you know, just to, to go directly to calling somebody a pedophile, it's just like the, the least common denominator. It's like, um, it's astonishing to me. But I don't know. Most northern, southern state there is. Mm. Well, I'm sorry I had to hit y'all with a with a with a, with a, with a I don't know. I think that's actually not even a, a sad story. It's a story of resilience, and I like that we still got that in us in this in this state because it means that it means there are some 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 amongst us who will stand up against the bullshit, you know. And that's a church throwing this event. And these motherfuckers who claim to be, you know, so godly out here firebombing a church means you was never shit anyway. It's wild. Box, you have no commentary on, on racist Proud Boys or drag shows? <laughs> I hope the event goes off without any problems. <laughs> Which is about all we can. I, we, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. For you real, know, like, for I'm, real, yeah. So, I just, uh, yeah. Astounding. That's how that's we'll leave that be at. You know what I'm saying? But that's it. That's your news from far from far from our neck of the woods. Our little local joints. I didn't really like. I didn't put on national news or anything like that there. Um. So it's easy. I can just easy, I can look how quickly I can just hand this over to to Anthony. Anthony, I hand the reins of the show to you. First up is always is Tatum. Please, sir, have at. So a couple of weeks ago, I know we were talking about um about what can I put in my my children's Easter baskets. And then, um, so I was just on Amazon randomly the other night. And um, do you guys remember Melody Pops? No. Were they the 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 pops that were shaped like whistles? Yes. 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 And I read like I ran across them, and I've been calling all around, to see if I can find some to put in the boys' Easter baskets. I know that will fucking blow their mind. Now, you want me to check BA, sweetie, for you? I, I'm going to have to actually go in there because, like, the dude was like, I know we got these kind of, uh, like, flat lollipops that turn into a, a, a whistle, but not like the... Man. Because, the, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll make... I'll, I was thinking about making a trip, but um, if you want to go in, I, w- I would more than um, accept that help from you. Um, cause we have a, um, like a, a, a candy store called, um, I don't know, fucking candy store. <laughs> uh, um, I didn't realize no, these, was gonna, a, these were a chupa product. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking plug them when they ain't have what I needed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I called them. They were like, um, no, we don't have though. Because, but the, the lady, it was so funny. So I called, you know, she answered the phone. I'm like, do you have such and such? She's like, 
oh, no, nah, I never even heard. I was like, and I described it. She was like, what? She was so pumped to talk about these, <laughs> about these um, things. She was like, oh, yeah, let me check. And then she called. She's like, I'm sorry, we don't have them. I mean, that store is usually pretty clutch. Yeah. Um, they usually um, have the, like all the nostalgic stuff you're looking for. But like, I really want to get it for them. And I thought it was like, it's, it was just like one of those weird times. Like, I don't, shit, I don't know when they uh, when they came out, but it was like, it seemed like we had such good stuff. Uh, like growing up, it's like the kids are never going to really be able to experience uh, without any hassle. Yeah, that's kind of always remember the vibe when we was downtown, man. We're going to Anthony uh, Rocket Field. Yeah, they're on. They're on Amazon. You could have them primed to you tomorrow. Yeah, it's like a pack, like a a pack of four for nine ninety five. There's a pack of four for six fifty four. Free one day shipping. We found the four pack yet. All I see is the forty eight. Here, I'll, I'll send the link. I was like, God damn, forty eight for thirty eight dollars. I mean, I don't got a store. But <laughs> he had probably become the candy lady of the hood. Man, there you go. Oh. I just sent it to your phone. Okay, Strawberry. let me know if you need my. Let me know if you need my prime. No, I, I still have prime. I, I I cut the cord, but I didn't cut prime yet. Yeah, I, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, this is lower than it was the other day. Like this thing, I think this same pack was nine, not was like ten dollars. So you did like, this. I'm gonna say you brought this out. It's like, <laughs> oh, somebody gonna buy some before they go buy. <laughs> and they got a six pack for um for seven nights for seven ninety nine. And it'll be delivered on Saturday, which is also pretty cool. They got a 10 count for $9.99. Yeah, we just keep on talking. But anyway, back to <laughs> I'm I'll buy a pack. Um do you like do you remember like any because I can think of a couple different things? Um, any like products like back in the day that you think was ahead of his time or going too soon? The, the the candy I always liked that was like 10 cents at the corner store were the little gummies that were shaped like cartoon characters. Like they would sell them as like Ninja Turtles yes. or nope. real Ghostbusters or stuff. Like they tasted really good and they looked really cool. I remember those. I would say uh, that Orbeez juice, but now that I think about it, Pretty much ain't nothing but uh but bursting bubble bubble tea now. Mm. They probably just stole that and was like, dude, they don't know about this in America yet. <laughs> you remember but, uh, uh remember the gum that had juice in the middle? Oh yeah, it was like a gel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring that back. Okay. <laughs> you, you know what else I love them to bring back? Remember bonkers? Yes. But you know they, what? I feel like Barker's is kind of like just hot you, right? I don't, I don't know. I never had a hot chew before. Uh, neither do I, because they got gelatin, so I can't eat them. But yes. I'm aware of them. <laughs> like, because I remember they even had chocolate bonkers, which yes. is bonkers in itself. You remember, um, I remember those commercials. Those commercials were like a wild ass commercial because they had like some grandma and you know. They, I remember the ads and so forth. I'm gonna look up bonkers right now, y'all. Do they still make the um? 
Nestle Rice Krispie Bites or whatever that were based off the Nestle Crunch Bar? A uh, bunch of crunch. Mama yeah. made the, the, the bunch of crunch. Mama made the cake with bunch of crunch. Man, holy shit! I can't I remember. Mean, I remember the bonkers grandma. This clearly in my brain. I'm a wow. That's that's so goofy to me that my my head was like, yeah, that's a thing. Uh I'm gonna send that with you to uh, to uh, Twitter uh, DMs because it just it's just where it's at. So. Tell me that tell me that ad uh, speaks to you uh, with any kind of a voice. I didn't realize I did this was a. To, I did not mean to make that let that play. But. <laughs> I didn't realize this is a Nabisco situation. Uh, bonkers, man. You know, you, uh, I'm 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 down yeah. the rabbit hole, and this is your doing. <laughs> I think the the problem with some of this stuff is like we've had these conversations, and then they end up bringing stuff back. Yeah, so we're running out of shit that we miss because they keep like <laughs> reviving it all. And again, here's the ad for chocolate bonkers. Everyone bonked out by new chewy chocolate bonkers. There you go, man. What what used to mess 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 with me was um the fact that bonkers um was always in the back of the uh, comic book. Yeah, that's the ad I just sent to the to the to the to the, to the group chat. That's definitely a comic ad. And then here's the one. Here's one oh, that, uh, in the chat. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, to just to, to Twitter, and then I just put one in the in the chat on here. Oh, okay, there it is. So you have a couple of options. Oh, here you go, Box. You were just talking about Ninja Turtles. How funny! Everybody's bonked out by new chewy chocolate bonkers. <laughs> How about you? Oh crap! I'll toss you another one in the old chat here. It's for you, yeah, Daniel. Comic books were um were really where it was at. Like um, yeah, that's a nice Ninja Turtle um ad. I don't know if that's Michelangelo or Ralph though. <laughs> it ain't Ralph. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Look, I, I, as I'm scanning, scrolling down this article. So I just had some. I got some high chews, and immediately said, "Hey, these are just like bonkers." So I was right in that in that call, and that I, I they 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 vibe. See, is is so uh, bonkers esque. Hmm. <laughs> so, do your kids eat um, high chews? Uh, every so often, not that's not something in the regular rotation, but they are aware of high chews. You know what I'm saying? They stay high chew woke. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember LeBron James was um was. Was down for hot shoes for a minute. I just remember them. Um, I remember they were in the uh, bodega downstairs. And I was like, and it just seemed like I seen them once at the bodega. Then hot shoes everywhere. Yeah, it's such a specific. Like I believe that's a Japanese snack. Yeah, and if I'm wrong, please forgive me. Uh, but uh, yeah, once it got when it came, it's like everything. Everything came at once. It's like you know what I'm saying. All of a sudden, everybody's like. Fuck with Ramun Ramune sodas, hot shoes, and all the manga you can give me <laughs> for five dollars. <laughs> I do love them sodas though, with the with the little glass ball in them. You gotta punch down, push down the pop to get to the, what's the, the what's the purpose of that glass ball? It's uh it's just like the the, the plastic crack on a bottle, you know what I'm saying? It's just to keep everything sealed mm. in place until you pop it. So okay. You know. uh, I have, have to get those another try. 
But you got to break the glass to get the marble, though, right? I mean, if you were going, if you wanted the marble, spice yeah, marbles, I man. The marble. I, so, <laughs> I, um, I wonder how how much fizz do we keep in there doing that? I watched uh, a, a, a TikTok recently where uh, a, a, a lady was trying her damnness to open one of those mm-hmm. and could not get it to open because she was doing it wrong, as it turned out. But she had been messing with it and jostling it so much when she finally popped that bitch open, it was like, <laughs> so it got real. Uh, busy on it, <laughs> it did the old Peter North. <laughs> nah, nah it was a, a little more dribbly than that, but it did, it, it did fire a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Not that much oof behind it. Okay. Oh man, that guy, that guy got to be around still, right? Uh, what shoot like uh, really shooting? I don't uh, know. No I, just, I, <laughs> I just meant, I guess, in general. Uh, I, uh, I hope so. He seemed like good, like a good fella. Yeah. I mean, he has his own website, so there you go. Yeah, all right, lunch. I put him in. I put him in my cart, so it'll go down sooner or later. <laughs> nice. Okay, his his website says Peter North and his logo, Mwah, Chef's Kiss. Oh wow! And it says the Cum Shot Legend. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's known for. <laughs> I don't really know um, any other. Um, Oh, no, no, it's. I guess no. I'm not gonna even go down that rabbit hole because I do know uh, other people's uh, names besides his. I'm trying to to get you guys. I just want a, a picture of the uh, the logo without opening anything else up. But I'm guessing that's not all right. So I'm gonna see you this picture, which is a little graphic, but in the in the chat here. But it's the logo that I I need you to focus on, not the rest of this uh, image. But that's a great logo for a guy with that name. Oh, that's not Peter. That's not him, though, is it? No, no, no. He, I think he, he I, like his. His just his name is the brand now, and other people. Nineteen uh, brats. Oh my lord! <laughs> Again, just focus on the logo, which I think is pretty sweet for a guy with a name like that. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a good logo, but it's not something I was expecting to see tonight. <laughs> so, well, that's, why, that's why I said, let's be, I was trying to give everybody a little warning. <laughs> so if, am I, if, if I'm not being, if I'm not mistaken, if you look at the logo, yeah. right above it, are those cum stains on the wall, like right on top of the logo? Recently closed tab. I can't bring myself to reopen it. You don't have to. I'm sure Tia, um, uh, uh Right above Peter North's name, <laughs> like above above the P and above the R. Yes, those are cum stains, right? I, I don't know. I, I, I it's not nice. Nice. <laughs> It's so kind of, That's just kind of gross. It's like two stains, <laughs> like right above his name. Ah, oh, forget this. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah. I, I, legacy I, I, continues. Yeah, apparently he's out here uh uh directing. I get maybe on just on the production side, I'll just word it that way. So there we go. Word to yeah, uh, that I, I was listening to um this this new podcast I've been listening to. It kind of reminds me of us, mm. but it's like eight of them 
all in a God row. Damn. My, it might be less. I just I don't know. But they were talking about um God. They were talking about Brian Pumper. And um like Brian Pumper is a, a black porn star and um he would uh rap before all his scenes. I, I was about to ask, is that the rapping motherfucker? Yeah. And um they were just talking about him rapping and like uh it it, it just Brought back so many funny memories of, like, um, of him and his legend. Like he's the one who shot a scene with uh, Larry Fishburne's daughter. <laughs> Man, <laughs> holy smoke! It was no, which one? It was, uh, uh, it was the dude in the hat, in the boots. Oh, uh, that was Mr. Marcus. Mr. Marcus, yes, yes, quite, quite. Like I said, yeah. And I forgot that I think it's Prince Yashua who kept on his Tims all the time. Oh, which that's was who kept hilarious. breaking his shit, right? Yes, he, I think he, he broke his penis a few times. Yeah. This is one area where I am admittedly less than knowledgeable. It's like I'm more aware of it than I have. The, like I, could, I, I know Mr. Marcus because he always had a hat on. Hat on. Like a ball cap. Every, yes. That's just what he did. And I asked that brother who fucks with his hat on. <laughs> that's that's how I know that. <laughs> I remember Prince Joshua and his name for certain because one, he had on Tim's. Two, um, I guess back in the day, uh, my brother um, and him were friends on Facebook, and then um, they had it was an argument. It was like a a fake, you know, you know. Elbow nudging, like uh, he was like, "I'm gonna sue you because you stole my um my move." Prince Joshua had a move where he would like be having relations with it with, with a with the person, and he would like full on like do a flip while fucking <laughs> like he would be like um uh, like grip grip him like a potato bug <laughs> and just do like a somersault. Why he's still inter- entwined with his woman? <laughs> Are you gonna do some silly shit like that? And they paid that man to do it. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! Oh man! Like that's some silly shit. I I just wonder, like. Cause you know some dude tried that shit afterwards. Like you, 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 you and your partner just was like just shooting, shooting it, shooting it regular style, and this motherfucker just grabbed you <laughs> and do a full flip down the it, hall. It was pointed out to me by, of course, one one Dan Savage that porn stars are Olympic level athletes, <clears throat> and your ass ain't that. So don't be doing that. You might be able to every now and again get a move off or something off, sure thing. But that's not what you are. You are not playing at that level. I mean, you don't have to, that much practice. You don't but to have be that honest, much. Prince Joshua went into it too. Then nigga broke his dick a few times. Remember? <laughs> well, you over here trying to do a somersault while banging out. <laughs> Obviously, you ain't oh. a you ain't an athlete that you, you need to be either. Like he over here, um, you know, misleading the world. <laughs> oh man! So you know, 
he need to 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 stick to like uh celebrities are like you too. Like just just pick up a coffee, my dude. You shouldn't be doing somersaults. Uh, I'm just saying. So yeah, bunkers were great. Bunkers were a really good candy. Fantastic treat that uh, I think we've all enjoyed at least at some point in time. Uh, ain't nothing like uh, he's, he's, let's think about it. When they soft, are the nowlaters fresh or are they stale? Um, hmm. I like some soft nowlaters, but am I eating? Yeah, it? is it like flat soda or soggy cereal? You know what I'm saying? That's not the way they should be consumed. I'm thinking before they actually came out with soft nowlaters, maybe the softer ones were like. We're fresher. Because mm. when they was just like snapped and then pretty much turned into powder, them bitches had to be super old. <laughs> now is as you know, I know we just talking about chocolate bonkers, but chocolate now laters. I remember, of course, pineapple now laters. Yes. Uh bubblegum joints. Cherry, cherry cola. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, those murder are delicious. Man. They got murder man from Cherry Cola now, ladies, right now. <laughs> Stab somebody man, up real quick. I, I know, I know you don't like them, but my my grandmother loved the banana ones. Hey, I can appreciate people enjoying them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but now remember, ban- like all the b- banana flavor things mm-hmm. don't taste nothing like bananas. Banana now, because they are based on a banana that don't exist no more, or at least is in short order. We can't really get a hold of. So, yeah. <clears throat> But now and laters, all right, I, I, we'll do this quick exercise, then we'll move on. In your time frame of being 10 or 11 years old, you got $1. What are you buying from the store? So two to three either nickel or dime pieces of Bazooka Joe. Love the comics. Plus, you know what I'm saying? You got some gum. Um... If I can, if I, if, uh, let's see, yeah. Uh, now there used to be a dime up to a quarter. I lived through all of that, you know what I'm saying? I think the quarter, jack- the, but them quarter joints is this long back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, the, yeah, I, remember, I think the dime joints is like five pieces, you know what I'm saying? Or like 15, maybe 15 cents. I can't, I can't get it exactly, but still. It was straight up, it was, it was a dime. And then, um, strangely enough, like the big fat little ones was a nickel. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was the singles. Yes. <laughs> it was safe if you didn't want to the single now later. Uh, a blow pop, maybe, you know what I'm saying, depending on the situation. Because, you know what I'm saying, I fuck with that. What's your blow pop or a Tootsie Pop, man? Hmm. I was Neither, actually, really. I was the, um, them flat charms with the, uh, oh, yeah, with a bunch of different. Super flavorsome. Yeah, yes. man, them joints is like wow. You know what I'm saying, you like each one of them charms. The same people who make blow pops used to make just yeah. these, like they might as well have been the the damn Jolly Ranchers, which also was banging of suckers. They'd be so intensely flavorsome. It's like God dang, and they were like a bunch of different colors. They were it was a cool looking lollipop. Were those yeah. the suckers that were like they had like the stick at the the bottom, but they were like it was the same stick that wrapped around and went back up into the sucker? No, nah, no, nah, just if I can find you a charm <laughs> sucker. They really used to give those away at the bank when I would go with my grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember as a bank candy myself, Charms Lollipops. While you're looking that up. 
uh, if I had a dollar and I went uh, when I was 10, if I went to the corner store on my way back from the bus stop, I would have gotten five of those jellies I talked about earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I also would have gotten five of those, like, they were in like a, a tube, con- little plastic wrapper, tube con- shaped container. And they were little chocolate balls that were like covered in candy coating, kind of like M- chocolate M&Ms, six, but they six were. Minutes. Yes, those. I would have wow. gotten a bunch of those because I, I used to like to like take them, put my finger at the end, and push pop. them up so that they pop and then just shoot all in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> Peter North style. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like six minutes. I know. I know. A lot of people hate on it because they're like, "Well, six minutes they don't. They not made with uh with milk chocolate. Who gives a shit? That was good." As ten years as a ten year old, I would have known the fucking difference. Yes, you, uh, yes, you would have. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Well, clearly, uh, I didn't care because I was buying them, bitches. It was good, oh, man. There we go. I'm sending. You, I got. I, I had to find a proper size picture. Of the charms, sweet pops is what I now know them to be called. It's going in the chat here, and you'll be like, "Yep, I know those hoes." In a candy sense, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, man, them, 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 them are the jaws. Those are kind of the similar to what I was talking about. Yeah, just for sure. The ones that, yeah, yeah. But these things, at least when I was a youth. Was like massive. Like you could smack a motherfucker if you had two of them things. They were, they were huge. You know what I'm saying? So I, I doubt they, uh, I don't, well, yeah, because I've seen blow pops recently. And guess what? Blow pops, they make them like the size of dum dums damn near at this point. Worthless. Sin is shame, man. So I'm looking at it <clears throat> and it looked like one of the, uh, uh, one of the ones. Was the it was the I guess it was the sweet and sour ones because they were multicolored. But we 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 got it. But if I were given a dollar, first thing I'm starting off with because I haven't had it since I was a little kid. They used to have Dairy Men's Orchard Punch in a box. And like our first day or quarter, they went up to 50 cent later, but um, I miss those box drinks. Those were so delicious. When me so, and Box uh, went down to Tennessee, I was telling him the story of Jungle Juice. Which was, mm-hmm. It was just called, it was called that. This is called Jungle Juice. And it's like a box of juice, the Dairyman style box, you know, fruit bev. And we ended up hitting up a, a, a store that was in my old neighborhood. And it was far scarier than it was when I was a child. It used to be like the neighborhood little spot. But uh, sure as shit, we found some... I don't don't think it was called Jungle Juice anymore. I think it was called something else. But it was still that. uh, You knew it. You know what I'm saying? It it still had an animal on it and so forth and so on. But what they did here in the the, the 2020s to fuck it up was, of course, cut the sugar in it, you know, because everybody tries to be healthy, but replace it with sucralose. Mm. And I don't like sucralose. I just don't have the palate for sucralose. I just don't like the way it tastes. And so they basically ruined jungle juice. And uh, that sucked. <laughs> now, yet again, I don't remember the name of this candy, but it was like about an inch and a half long, wrapped in uh, wax paper, and it usually had an animal on it. Like a giraffe or a tiger or some shit. Not that I know what flavors are. I know that they were they uh they were the flavor pattern was 
like a papaya or a mango. I didn't know what a mango was when I was 10. <laughs> um, so I would get five of those. They were like uh like five cents. And then I would get like a, a, a quarter bag of chips. I think that's my dollar. Nice. Isn't it amazing how far a dollar went back then? <clears throat> yeah. I was thinking that you owe when you start talking like that. <laughs> I don't care. It's the truth. Yeah. I mean, candy bars, just like, infl- one thing inflation has hit hard is like a fucking candy bar. Like, my first clear memory was like of a candy bar being able to buy a Snickers for 35 cents. I know that makes me sound old, but like, a Snickers is like two bucks now. Yeah. I remember, I, I remember when they went to 50 cent, and that was blasphemous. Like, yeah. How you charge 50 cents for this? It's a 35 cent candy bar. It's horseshit. You didn't put more <laughs> peanuts in it? <laughs> oh, you know what to fuck you up now? What? An oatmeal pie costs a dollar. Oh, really? Yeah. Whole ass dollar. That's crazy because I can get a whole sleeve of them for two. So you, y'all are playing. Yeah. So, uh, and, and it's like, it's on the pouch. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they, the store's just trying to play you. Like, no, it's a dollar on that. I don't know. Like, y'all play me, little Debbie. You used to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had an oatmeal cream pie in a very long time. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could stomach it now, but I remember they had like an apple caramel one that was delicious. But one thing, you would probably have to uh, you torture me to eat. <clears throat> Is they got like a double decker one? Yeah. It looked like a fucking Big Mac of uh, pies. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't know if I could do that. It's all too good. Well, while uh, the conversation is food related, I'm going to slide us on over to me and Box's uh, tag team and event. Because it, it was basically the intention and, and the main focus of, our, of, of the journey. But boy, howdy, did we have a trip up north this weekend? Oh, uh, I basically, I asked, I was like, Box, man, you want to go to Canada? Because, you know, what I'm saying Box is always down to travel. And Box is like, yeah, fuck yeah, I go to Canada. I'm like, dope. So I got, I go collect Box. We head on up north to Fort Erie, uh, Ontario, uh, on uh, just, just across the border from uh, Buffalo, New York. But we sit there forever at the border. And Box is like, she must be really checking motherfuckers. Cause everybody else's lines is going by real fast. I'm like, you might be right, bro. How right was he? We get up there. What are you doing here? What are you coming in for? I'm gonna show my buddy the beach. You know what I'm saying? We go and, and it's pouring down raining. So of course that's probably where the where the disconnect immediately began. But I'm like, I'm gonna show my buddy the beach. We're gonna go buy some candy. What? Like, yeah, you know, y'all got better chocolate up here. What is happening here? Why are you why are you questioning this? This is nothing. And the lady takes our passports and then hands us back a little yellow piece of paper and says, Could you go pull over to park that space over there, number 13? We got oh. hit with the extra bag, the extra pat down. But not really. Because the car uh, got patted down, but the we car didn't. got patted down. We didn't get we literally didn't get anything. So they make me and box pull over. Turn the whip off, hop out the whip, empty our pockets into the whip. Oh. And they came out gloved up to search the whip because they was not believing we was just about to come to Fort Erie to kick it. Because it just it seemed to them to boggle their mind that we were would would, would dare bother. And I just was like, 
I don't even know what to even do with it at that point. Because it's like, I I guess y'all just don't like it, or maybe they got beef with forty or whatever like that. But here's the deal: the lady at the booth, the little shorty who sent us on our way, the little cutie, little blonde chick. When we get pulled over to the other section, these three beautiful people come out. It's this handsome man. These <clears> other three, two beautiful <laughs> ladies come to inspect the car. And I'm like, they really put the hot people at the border, don't they? And then dude was basically just asking us like, so what's going on? I'm like, I'm like, we're going up there to kick it. Go buy some, I'm saying some candy. Uh, I'm going to take them to this beach that I love. And they're like, in this weather? I'm like, I didn't know it was going to be this weather. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I'm like, the reality of it is we didn't know it was going to be this kind of weather. So it's like we just we just said let's go to Canada this weekend, <laughs> and I was like, so it's just like the dumbest shit. So they're like, "What do you know what's going on in Fort Erie that we don't?" I'm like, "I I don't know, buddy. I just like it up there. It's pretty cool to me. I like the beach. I like just driving around and hanging out. It's like it, we are just wasting time because that's exactly what it is. We just like road trip." That's just what we said, you know. That's what we just thought about it. But apparently, to, to them, it must it must mean we. I don't know what they must thought. What it was think? weird to them because the words of the lady at the booth were like, "You drove three and a half hours to come here to the beach in the rain." That was what she said. That it even sparked us having to pull over yeah. to to get the the search to begin with. Then when they after they searched the car. They walked up to us because they had us wait off like under this awning yeah. while they like put gloved up like doctors and went under the seats and everything. <laughs> and so they walk over and they're just like, so what are you doing up here today? And T proceeds to start telling them the exact same story that he just told the lady at the booth that got us pulled over to begin with. And they're just like, they, this, they clearly don't believe him. Because we're standing in the fucking rain and he's telling them we're going to the beach. <laughs> Guess what I did. Guess what I did when they passed me? We, guess, we what drove... my, guess what was in my damn GPS? The fucking beach! <laughs> <laughs> we did go to drive to where the beach was. Yeah. But, so like, I finally chimed in, and I'm like, look, he wasn't showing me this beach that him and his girlfriend go to. And I'm like, we also came up here to go Easter shopping for his kids' Easter baskets. And I'm like, and also, to be more even more open, I've had some health problems the last couple months, and I needed to get out of the house. Yeah. So I agreed to come up here on this trip with him. I'm like, your guys' candy's better, so we're just going to run to this beach, we're going to buy some candy, and then we're going home. That's it. And then they're just like, he talked to him more about the beach we're going to, because I guess there's two beaches. And then yeah. they're like, okay, enjoy your trip. And then they walked off and let us go back to the car. The the the, the hottest of the two ladies who you know, had a ponytail and glasses, she was like, it is a nice beach. I go, I know! Because she knew. Because she knew the beach is hot. Just ain't beach season yet up there. I love Fort so, Erie. How long um, did well, did this detour take? What do you think? Six minutes? Five, ten minutes? Yeah, was, yeah, we were barely there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We was we, like, we was we was longer waiting in line to cross the border than we were after they like. Yeah. Also, oddly enough, the day before, I had Xander clean and vacuum the car out because I was, I was like, "Well, box gonna be in the car. Let me make sure the car's in decent." You know, uh, you know cleanliness shake for my man's and, and and I was talking to Xander about this when I saw him the other uh, whatever, whatever you know what I'm saying he's like oh man I'm glad I cleaned that car out there was all kinds of edible packages in that bitch because Vanessa will go buy her stuff from the from the shop and just mm-hmm. combine everything into one pouch but be throwing like <clears throat> the rest of the wrappers behind you know what I'm saying it's like and I constantly tell her please don't leave your weed wrappers in my car 
Because if I ever get pulled over, they're going to be on my ass like fucking flies on steak. And that's exactly what would have happened had I not had my child clean that car. So give it up to my man Xander for doing a good job cleaning the car <laughs> and preventing us from even more inspection. Yeah, because yeah, they split it into three, like three separate people, and they searched under all those seats. Yeah. They were looking. like, But there was like barely anything in there. It was like... Our phone, wallet, and keys were on the seats, and then we didn't have anything else on us. Yeah, bought water. And all, and... all that was in the back, yeah, was water, and then he had a bunch of empty shopping bags. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and that's so that's even that made me laugh even harder because if you were to open my trunk right now, the bags that are in my trunk is one real Canadian superstore, which is a Canadian <laughs> grocery store, and two green Sobe bags, which is another Canadian grocery store. Clearly, I'm up here. I'm out here, and my and my kids lacrosse stick. And so I'm like, bro, I'm out here. And, and I just, I just, I had to laugh. I, it was, it was amusing. It didn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel stressed. And that's, and that's just because Dan was with me. And I basically what it comes down to. It, handled it very well. Unlike the, do you have a gun incident? Man, that shit still fucks <laughs> with me, bro. But yeah, I, I, I didn't, I, I, I was not like freaking out or anything like that. But again, that's because I had box on my, on my side there and, and that, and it's, it's just, Calming, you know what I'm saying? My homeboy with me. I'm not going through this alone. And uh they was really it was really, like I said, it was, it was it was over so fast. And and like we just got on our merry way. And and like again, what was in the GPS was that day was the beach, drove all the way to it, got the show box beach. I'm like, man, it's so this is why it's so nice, so and so on. But at the beach, we get to the beach, right? And there's a parking lot you park at to go to the beach, and just sitting in the middle of the parking lot, a cop. I'm like, what is going on in Canada today? What is happening? <laughs> yeah, so we couldn't even park and like get out and walk because it looked weird, like us walking over to the beach area in the rain. Yeah. So we ended up just kind of like doing like a drive by, and then T <laughs> turned around in a driveway, and then we drove back past it with, right in front of the cop again. I'm like, hopefully I don't think this shit is suspicious. But then we <laughs> left, and on the way to the beach, like we passed the Walmart we were to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But across from the Walmart, I saw like a Pokemon shop, like a game store or something. But it wasn't like a storefront. It was like someone's house. Hmm. So, like, we went over there before we went to Walmart. And uh, we went inside, and it literally was like someone's house. They turned half their house into, like, a store. Yeah. But it was, like, so much more than a store. Yes. They had, uh, like, normal, like, hobby shop Pokemon stuff you'd expect, like, games. (laughs) They had vintage video games like N64. They had modded Game Boys. They had some Magic the Gathering stuff, but not much. Yeah. Um, they it had was like really an- Pokemon. That car, that, that's a yeah. very dedicated space. Yeah. They had a lot of Pokemon. It was like multiple nooks with like various Pokemon things, like a lot of cards, like vintage merchandise. They had like some anime, modern anime statues and stuff, a lot of artwork on the wall. And while we were in there, like, because I was like, well, I'm going to buy something just to support. Yeah. And they were very friendly. They like we walked in, they're like, oh, what brings you in today? And we're like, oh, we got pulled over the border and you know, we're just <laughs> shopping and whatnot. So like they were they were real nice and um while we were in there I noticed they had a hallway going to the back and it had a chain like to block it and above um, there was a sign above it that said like multimedia center or something like that. Yeah. So like um it was a married couple and the uh, the wife had gone off to do something and we were talking to the husband and I asked I'm like do you got like multimedia center I'm like do you guys record podcasts in the back or something? And he's like, oh, we do all kinds of stuff back there. So he goes and he opens a chain and he takes us back there and he gives yep. us a tour. Literally says, let me give you guys a tour. And I'm like, fuck yeah, buddy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, 
they in the back he shows us the station where they custom make gaming PCs. Okay. And then they had a kitchen back there with a gaming tournament set up, like a tabletop, like a folding table, but for people to do like card tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then around the corner, they had a couch with a, a big TV where they do video game uh, tournaments and stuff at. Like their kid was on the couch watching TV. <laughs> and then they had a spot in the corner where they make and edit YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah, about he was, 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 was he was just he was just so fucking outgoing and and, and he, he was your stereo the, the your 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 stereotypical thought of what a Canadian is and saying he was super nice uh, he was super you know chatty and so forth he says he actually teaches the the Adobe uh, suite so he teaches people how to edit as well as as doing editing himself he said people can come in there and stream if they want to like cause he had a setup for like like if people want to play you know stream PC games or whatever they could do that. You could rent the space out, like and he said. They just had somebody rent rent space out like the night before, which is why they had it kind of closed off. Because you know, what I'm saying they had to, I guess, you know, clean up shop afterwards and so forth. So, yeah, they ransacked this man, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, buddy, right? That's crazy. And uh, of course, we tell him, you know, what I'm saying we are, you know, Cleveland's longest running podcast, and he chuckled at that. I said, oh, this first, I go, wait, 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 let me get it right. I said, Cleveland's longest running, but he goes, yeah, you got to get that wording right. You got to mess this thing, <laughs> not thick, but it was a very Canadian accent, and he was super dope. And he said he edits videos and stuff like that. And that, of course, pained my interest. I was like, "Oh, sir, we then then we I might have to you know holler at you. I'm saying for some for, for some for some business concerns. So we made a point to get his business card. And I wish I could get it to you, but it's probably over in my wallet, which is in the other room. I, I followed him on Instagram. Yeah, uh, their Instagram handle Studio X One Five One. Yeah, Studio X One Five. What what was his name? Trey. I wish I could remember. But uh, I was very hungry at that point, and uh, same. Yeah, because I've I for those on the show who are listening, I've been doing intermittent <laughs> fasting, and when we were in this store, it was probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and at this point, I hadn't eaten in almost sixteen hours, so I was really kind of starting to feel it, and we still had to go over to Walmart across the street. So, um, yeah, we went shopping, and while we were walking around Walmart, like. The only thing I bought, well, Teague ended up purchasing for me because he was the one that bought everything, but uh, was Kit Kats for my stepmom. I didn't even get anything for myself. I because with trying to lose weight right now, I didn't do my usual Canada Kit Kat haul. So I left Walmart without buying anything for myself. And uh, but we were in Walmart. Like T bought the flower for his uh, for Vanessa's grandmother, like he usually does, and he bought himself some Fruitopia and Shreddies and. He got Xander his uh, ketchup chips from all the various varieties <laughs> and stuff. He got a couple of candy bars to try. He got um, the Tim Hortons cereal that's going to be on a future episode of We Tried at some point, the apple fritter variety. So uh, if you want to hear how that turns out, subscribe to our Patreon. Um, but yeah, so like while we're walking around the Walmart, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm getting hungry. So at this point, now it's like almost 17 hours since I've eaten. And he's like, yeah, we should probably eat soon because I haven't eaten yet today either. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, let's do that. So then T is like, well, let's go to A&W. And I'm oh, like, yeah, I've never yeah. been there. I just looked at what was close. And A&W was yeah. like, you know, meters away. <laughs> but for me, it was a challenge because I haven't been eating fast food since my blood pressure incident and like, you know, the working out and everything. So going to a fast food restaurant, I had to basically kind of wing it. So we, we went over to A&W, which was like literally like right across the street almost. 
And so I go in there and like T orders first because like one, I've never been to an A and W. Two, now I have to figure out like what I'm willing to eat. And so I decided I didn't order any pop, which I usually hardly ever do anyway because I don't drink pop very much. Like a situation like this, I may have drank pop in the past, but in this case, I just I didn't get a drink. All I ordered was a, a spicy habanero chicken sandwich, and they're kind of like their version of like a double cheeseburger, but like they have like some weird sauce on it and like some grilled onions and stuff. And I got no fries. I literally ate only a chicken sandwich and the little double cheeseburger thing. And that was it. I kept it simple. I didn't go too crazy. Um, and so I was kind of proud of myself, you know, in that way. Like, you know, I had to do what I had to do in that situation as far as eating was concerned. But I didn't overdo it. And then I didn't go too far overboard. I didn't go outside the lines. I just kind of, like, did what I could do. And I was okay with that. Nothing bad happened. I didn't get any funny feelings. No blood pressure spikes, no sugar crashes, no nothing. Like I felt perfectly fine for the hours after that we ate were in the car. So after after the A and W though, we went one more place. Uh, we took a ride about probably about fifteen miles north and went to Toys R Us. Oh, nice! And so it's it's always nice getting to walk around to Toys R Us again uh, since we don't have them down here in the states unless you go to. A Macy's or something, you get that little bootleg Toys R Us. <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah, but it's funny because like they clearly don't keep like do upkeep on them up there, like on the outside, because like they need some new awnings and some paint <laughs> and stuff. Like they're, yeah. they're there, but like they're they're like mm, you just got what you got. Uh, but we walked around in the Toys R Us and like I grabbed something for myself and I grabbed something for someone's birthdays in June who might be in this call right now <laughs> or not. Man, you you you're really hooking me up this week. Well, I got you covered now. You got your two things coming, and I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they haven't shipped your uh, your Christmas present yet, though, which will end up being your given to you at your same time as they give you your birthday gift present. But all right, I'm I'm um, I'm I'm already thinking about what I'm going to get you as a thank you present. I had a, a pretty good idea, I think. I got on the double check. His name indeed uh, was is Trey, and uh, uh, Trey was like I said. Trey was such a good dude that I wanted. I, I said I wanted to make a point to talk about his uh, his shop on this show, and uh, it, because if we have any reach, I would hope uh, somebody would be able to holler at my man Trey if you are down with Pokemon as a game or an indie, or if you think you want to do some YouTubery type stuff, or you they, need a custom built PC. Uh, holler, he, man. They did a lot more too. He said they did like wedding photography. Yeah. He's like, no, he like started as a wedding photographer. That's how he ended up doing this uh, stuff, doing the editing. But what stuff. I mean is, okay, but like he's got like a lot of skills because he also does tattooing. Yeah, mm. that's why he said he started as a, a tattoo apprentice. So it's like it's these things. I'm it's like him and his wife took like all of their skills and hobbies, and they just like meshed it together in this one giant conglomerate that they're seemingly running out of like the other side of their house. Yeah, they opened up in October of uh of last year, so it's like they're they, they hadn't even been at it very long, which is also would tell me how why that shop looks so impeccably crisp and clean. So just a wonderful experience, and and, and, and I laugh and I told him as much, and I'll, I'll share the same thing with you, listeners, is that that's why Fort Erie is so dope. It's finding random nonsense like that. It's, me and Vanessa finding that beach that we never that it, that we didn't intend to find. Uh, there's a very cool restaurant that they're saying uh, called uh, what the fuck? North Shore or South Shore. I think I don't know a shore of some sort. And uh, it was <laughs> and, and it's like that's why I go to Fort Erie, Ontario, Canada, 
when most people are like, I'm going to Niagara Falls or I'm going to Toronto. There, there was another gaming store that we passed too when we were driving through that beach town. Uh, it was in that like that main road that we were on yep. before you turned off. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there was even more opportunity had we uh, you know been a little more whatever. It's a little like I said, this is a little less planned of a trip. It was more like uh, let's just hit the road and get the fuck out of Dodge for a little bit because sometimes I yeah. just need to drive. <laughs> and we and we didn't make it a point to try and milk it for everything that we could have. Like we we hit like the main things, did a couple side adventures, and then we came back to America, which this was probably. By far the worst welcome home to America stop I've ever had mm-hmm. in my trips to Canada. Very the dude upsetting. gave no fucks, like no energy, no welcome home, questioning our motives. Like, just ask us if we got weed and let us back in, man. We live here. Didn't ask like, we had weed though. Maybe if he would have, I would have whatever. But nope. All right. Bye. Like that's it. No, he's, no like, welcome home. You got, he, he's like, how long were you guys up there? We're like, eh, three, four hours. And he goes, well, what'd you go up there for? Well, we went, we went to the beach, and then, then we went shopping. He's like, you went shop, grocery shopping? We're like, yeah, we went up to Walmart. He's like, you drove all the way up here to go to Walmart? Um, and he's like, you know, oh, yeah, I had to go get these couple things. And I'm like, oh, and I also bought a couple toys at Toys R Us. Yeah. He's, like, Come, he's like, just go. <laughs> I just pissed at y'all. He got on, man. I, I, think, I think the... I, <laughs> I guess maybe no, you know it's bullshit because people who live on the southern border just go to Mexico all the fucking time. You have to hear about it. they just go to Mexico and go bullshit and hang out and go eat and drink or whatever, whatever. I guess because they live at the border, I guess it's like more convenient for them than us who has to do some driving. But it's like, bro, I'm just I'm going to go kick it. That's it. I like it. I like going across the border and going. I like using this damn passport that I pay so much money for. I like being able to say, hey, let's go. Kick it across the border, go do some shit, get, come home with some good chocolate. It's huge. Oh, my uh, stepmom thought the chocolate was vastly superior to what we have in America. Right, we don't play. Still sitting here with that crunchy. Technically, it's Vanessa's, but she don't know that. And I still <laughs> got my. Uh, where'd it go? There's a there's a Wonder Bar over there somewhere. A Wonder Bar. So I, that thing that, that I asked the girl that she would eat, you know what I'm saying? I said, yo, have you ever had that before? Oh, the checkout? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who smelled amazing. It was gorgeous. Let's put that point. want to point that out to you. It's problematic, man. Something about Canadian chicks. Anyway, um, it was like a molasses bar full of nuts. And <clears> it was <throat> not great. Fine, <clears throat> but not great. If you're wondering, no chocolate at all in that bitch. So it's basically just like chewy, you know, molasses and 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 nuts mixed into a a bar called Eat Me or Eat More. Eat More, I think is what it was. Mid, <laughs> to say the least. But the come up is, of course, I came home with several boxes of shreddies, several jugs of uh of, of uh, Five Alive, and of course, big old jug of Canadian maple syrup, which up there is just nothing. So basically, if you did the cost the cost flip, I paid ten dollars for basically what you would pay, uh, a lot more than ten dollars for here in America. So we actually were at uh, Giant Eagle the other day, and it was like like a ten ounce bottle of of, of maple syrup at, at Giant Eagle was like ten bucks. No, it was a twelve ounce bottle. It was like ten. It was like ten bucks. Whereas I have two and a half times that much for the same price, basically. And it's a nice. Mm. The bottle I got is super like. I'm like that's a cool bottle. Let me buy that. And I, don't, I always leave candle with some maple syrup because it's just syrup up there. You know what I'm saying? It's the most it's the most regular thing on the I'm, shelves up there. 
I've never had like real maple syrup before. Like, you never just bought some maple syrup down here, just from anywhere? Nope. I almost did it um today. I seen some at Big Lots, and I was just like, man. And um, I know it's like certain parts. Like right now, um, I was watching the news story. It was like everybody's getting ready to uh to harvest uh maple syrup. Yeah, so it's uh, prime time. To, um, it's the it's the, it's the it's the time of year where it basically it freezes overnight, and then it's warmer during the day, and so the the trees they flow easier. Uh, maple syrup is thinner than uh, the syrup you're used to than like our corn syrup base 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 bullshit, but it's 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 a it's a way more flavorsome situation. Uh, uh, kind of uh, how do I want to describe that flavor? Not floral, but and not herbaceous either. But if so those two it, met in the middle, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is it a mix it's, between earthy, flowery, and um uh, and herby? Planty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> vegetal, vegetal, okay. I guess is kind of what I'm saying. It's way good. It's it's, it's like it's it's kind of one of my favorite things. It uh it, it goes hard as hell on some waffles or some pancakes. Waffles in particular. I feel like I feel like uh Canadian maple syrup waffles got a real vibe. But uh yeah, whenever we do this uh this uh this we tried on this uh this Tim Timmy's uh cereal, man, we we will uh I will have to you know, I don't know what I'm gonna to feed you besides just a spoonful of syrup. That doesn't seem like I, that seems the opposite of what one should be doing, but still it, it'll help the medicine go down. <laughs> I think I think the vibe is there, and I think you will enjoy it. But you know, what I'm saying me and Box kicking it, just having a, I, I thought was a great, uh, a great uh, trip. But hey, I don't know, I don't know what you thought, Box. I think you could have been like, "Fuck this shit, get me home, T." <laughs> no, it was a nice little trip. We got home in a decent hour. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, the only negative thing to come out of it uh, was that I forgot my passport and T's glove box. Yeah, and it's so T currently has my identity in his hands. It's it's in our it's in it's in the fireproof bag. So it's safe. <laughs> Worry not. So I thought I grabbed everything too. Like I grabbed my phone, my cell phone charger, I had my wallet phone keys, my water bottle, we got all the things I bought. It's got the damn passport in the glove box. It, it was just enough out of sight because it was in our it was in the glove box that, that that we forgot about. And I and I didn't think about it until I got home and I was reaching for my password. I'm like I got I got boxes passport. I knew it right then and there too. Just as I was about to open the glove box. I'm like, he did not get his passport. So again, hopefully just I don't need to go to Canada in the next couple of days. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you need to. I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there. It was an easy handoff. So worry not. You know what I'm saying so. It it is also good. But uh, as always, Canada was good to me. I just like it. Uh, I know the border was never, but I never have good experiences crossing the border. I, they're always assholes. They always seem to want to be more hard than it needs to be. And in this case, like I said, it was obvious this lady was going to be on her on her bullshit about about the slowness of the lane we were in. Yeah, I'll tell you this though. Uh, the next day, like I went over to my dad's for a little bit. Yeah. And when I told them that we got pulled over at the border, my dad was way more angry about it than I was. <laughs> like he was furious. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's like, what the hell do they think you're like some sort of drug lord or something? The fuck is wrong with them? I'm like, hey, that's so good. I'm like, T just didn't really tell the story that great to begin with. 
I knew like, I, I could have I'm done like, maybe better. focused more on the Walmart shopping than the the beach on a rainy day thing, but it's okay. But then they then they just then she probably no not knowing her because I don't know her for shit. She probably just wouldn't be like, you gonna come all the way here to go to Walmart. It's like you damn if you do, damn if you don't. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure we would have gotten pulled over no matter what because it wasn't like we drove three and a half hours to go to a concert or something. Yeah. But like, I just feel like maybe if we left with Walmart, it might it would have had a greater chance of not getting us pulled over. But you know, yeah. we probably still would have gotten pulled over. I mean, yeah. yeah. I maybe just leave like, hey, um, when they actually like, hey, I got a shopping list. Um, it's some products that you guys have um, that we don't have here anymore, bruh. I'm always walking out that bitch with at least three boxes of shreddies. Keep it in mind. That's what's you up. Four <laughs> bags of flour. Three, yeah, three bags, three bags of flour. Oh, three bags of flour. I thought you grabbed four. No, no, I got. I went with three, and because I always give Vanessa's grandma the 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 it's a red robin flour. They they don't make it in America anymore. A few years back, they had an incident where uh, the, the American factories that made it they had uh, metal fragments or filings oh. show up in the flour, and so they shut it down. And I guess that maybe. It's like when Peter Pan peanut butter had to go away for a little bit before they brought it back. You know what I'm saying? It was like they were. They, I think they probably were just, we were just worried that 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 name might be. Uh, Maybe it's something with those mascots because they look very similar. <laughs> oh yeah, green hats <laughs> and feather in their cap. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, and so I, they just have not brought it back in America. And that's like Vanessa's uh, grandma's like flower of choice. So whatever the opportunity presents itself, I'm definitely gonna buy that woman some. You know, a couple of kilos of flour in this case. Um, seventy seven point five. No, yeah, yeah, seven point five uh, kilos of flour. You know what I'm saying? So, does her grandmother uh, bake a lot? Yes. Yeah. So, amazing pie crafter that woman. I want you to know. Mm. Yeah. Seven point seven grams of that pure Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just thinking, like, what if, like, they didn't believe you and they fuck up your bags of flour? Then, like, do you like? You get like a stipend or something, but they'll be like, hey, you got to buy me more flour, man. So that would be America that would fuck up the flour at that point. Yeah. Okay. But the, the, so, so something I did that I don't normally do after the going to Canada situation was I was like, let me keep this receipt like on me, on me. You know what I'm saying? That way I can be like, here's what I bought from Walmart. As you can see on that receipt are three kilo sack, three 2.5 kilo sacks of flour. I did buy this. I did buy this today. I can show you the receipt, the you know, the credit card, whatever I need to. And so I was a little more uh, prepared for bullshit on the other side. And it was just the laziest fucker ever who did not tell me welcome home. Fuck him. Man. Hmm. <laughs> you tell me welcome home, motherfucker. It matters to me. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I think part of what it was too, because when we, like we ended up going to a, the, Different border, different, yeah. different border on the way back because T missed the turn on the on the expressway up there. So <laughs> we ended w- up coming. <laughs> yeah, we ended up coming back like further north than like we did. Like uh, what was it, the Peace Bridge or some shit? You said yeah. we went over. Yeah, we went over yeah. the Peace Bridge into and, we, and when coming back, it was uh one left of there. <laughs> no, right yeah. up there. If you were facing the the other way. <laughs> so like when when we were going to our border. There was a line of cars on the other side waiting to get into Canada. Yeah. And we were like the only car at all going on our side. At all. <laughs> and so like the dude was just sitting there. He was more it was like he was more pissed that we disturbed him. Mm. That, that's exactly what it was. So and so. I started just taking names. Hold on, let me get your name and badge number. I need all y'all information. Fuck this. 
there you go, people. It was a vibe. And I still love going to Canada. And I'm go, I, I will probably end up going again sometime at some point here this year because it's my vibe. But in the meanwhile, each week we head over to the subreddit, Am I the Asshole, where I go over a selection of Am I the Assholes. We enjoy them. We chuckle. And we decide if these people are assholes. And we keep motherfucking moving. I have one that was deleted from Am I the Asshole because, uh, Let's just say why moderators remove posts for a variety of reasons, including keeping the community civil and true to their purpose. So this one kind of got rah rah, but somebody else had posted a cross posted in another group, so they have a copy of the uh, removed, you know, post. So you'll have a uh, uh, the link to the actual Emma asshole, but then you'll have another link in the show notes that just says copy, which will be the copy of the story, so you can read it. Then I got we got a couple of regular ones. Uh, first up. Well, here, I'm going to run through them all, and uh, you guys can decide which one you want to hear first, and we'll go from there. Emma the asshole for refusing to help my mom now that her husband is sick and throwing the past in her face when she pleaded with me. Mm. Emma the asshole for ordering food when my children are asleep so I don't have to share. <laughs> and, of course, the, the funky one is Emma the, Emma the asshole for ruining my stepdaughter's surprise because my kids weren't included. Which one of those? I, I rather hear the, the one about eating food or ordering food when the kids sleep because that's hilarious. And um, sometimes I eat um, uh, chips and dip at night so I don't have to share. Yeah, I mean, isn't that a typical parent thing to like hide food from your kids? It's a perfectly normal thing for sure. <laughs> so that's the one we'll start with. Am I the asshole for ordering food when my children are asleep so I don't have to share? And as you both just heard from everybody, everybody including me, I, I don't think any of us think this person is an asshole. It's the move. Uh, this was from no cheek two, five, seven, two. Occasionally when my four children go to bed, I'll order myself a little something from Uber eats or DoorDash after a hard day. So I don't have to share with the kiddos. Usually since I am always the first one to wake up, I put the packaging beside the indoor trash can and take it out to the outdoor trash can in the morning. My children end up waking up first that morning and seeing the takeout packaging and ended up waking up, waking me up. Fuck Mm. Yeah, badass kids waking me up and asking me what I ate and if they could have some. I told them <laughs> there was nothing left, and I and and I eat it. I want you to know this. Is how, I'm reading how it's written, people. So never get mad at me. Like I'm I'm, I'm wild, and I eat it all last night. <laughs> Thought that would be the end of it, but after I dropped them off at their dad's for the week, my children stay at their dad's house one week out of the month rather than just doing weekends. My children's father ended up spamming my phone with text messages accusing me of misappropriating my children's funds he mm. sends every month. My CF, children's father, gives me $100 for each child a month, which is $400 a month, which when it comes to it, it isn't much, but I'm, but I'm fine with it because he usually mm. makes up with it by buying the children what they need when an issue arises. FYI, nothing is court order. I have a job as a daycare worker and use my own money. I make myself to buy Uber Eats slash DoorDash food. He also accused me of being a bad mother because I, I rather order food for myself without thinking of my children who were with me at the time and that I should have just waited until they were with him for the night. I had a really bad, bad day that day and just wanted to do something to cheer myself up. And sometimes food does the trick for me. If I were to order something for everyone, it would have cost a whole lot, oh, excuse me, a wild lot of money that I wasn't interested in spending 
And if I were to share by the time my food got back to me, it would have just been the food wrapper. So do y'all think I'm an asshole? I think you can't spell for shit, but also who wants <laughs> us can't spell for shit. And no, I don't think again, we, we already decided this no. person is nowhere near an asshole. This man is an asshole. Yes. So why are you all involved, involved in what's going on in my house? Why are you I'm not involved in what's going on in your house. I don't know what the fuck is with these kids. That like, like I would have never thought to like question it or like, like how dare you not share with me? Like oh, I just man. been like, mommy and daddy ate from food and I couldn't have any. Like that would have been the end of it. Oh, and no. then to go over like, Dad, can you believe that Mom was ordering Uber Eats and didn't give us none? How dare that bitch? That that sounds just like <laughs> that sound just like Junior. Like, like we'll have say for example they were at my uh, at my mother's house or like my partner went to a restaurant <laughs> while she was out alone and she brings back a cup. You're like, oh man, what are you bring back? That is definitely him. He um. He definitely called me out like, hey, man, how you going to go to uh, what's in, uh, go to. OK, the other day I bought donuts, but I didn't buy them for Krispy Kreme. You know, the Krispy Kreme kick. He's like, how you going to buy these donuts? We want Krispy Kreme now. It was his birthday, mind you. But he was like, <laughs> I don't want uh, these other donuts now. No more Goldies. And then that's how you got. Um, I put the, the donut in your bag for uh, from his birthday. T. So you got a sensory piece of. Uh, a birthday cake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was all he all about that shit now. He all like um he he eight years old, he's up to, um he's past my belly button now, he's up to my chest, so he's the big man. And don't go <laughs> don't go around buying shit without uh without cutting him in because his beak needs a taste. <laughs> I just want to get my beak wet, my guy. Um yeah, box you I you're right. I, I was raised in a way I would have never wouldn't have said shit about shit. I just it, it was it would have been dangerous. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the these the, these are different times and different children, and they raised a different way. But uh yes. yeah, man, that's, that's that's wild to me. Um yeah. First comment is from uh Porcupine Tattoo. It says, Don't like a hundred percent appearance hide in their closet to eat MMs. Because they don't want to share the, the the one selfish treat they got that week. This dude needs to shut up his pie hole and pay some more support. Mm. Not the asshole. And I've enjoyed reading all the snack, the stealth snack techniques y'all use. May the Keebler force be with you and the Nestle odds be forever in your favor. <laughs> yeah, like uh, well, she, she mentioned that um, he gives her $400 a month. Uh, for I, 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 They got fucking four kids, guys. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids to have. Oh shit, bruh. Let me tell you uh, something. Take you to court. Take you to court on this shit, and it'll be like twenty four hundred dollars. He lucky. He gotta shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's real handleable shit, man. Don't be talking shit in a situation where you are coming up on a deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be so much worse. Yeah, four hundred dollars for four kids is ain't not shit. It, it, ain't paying for shit because like, yeah. like we only have two kids, and like, I don't want to see what our bill gonna be like at like in two years because, yeah. man, Anthony is eating like a grown ass man. No, this dude had, <laughs> um, what? Yeah, he eat a lot now. It it ain't no more. Oh. I, 
you can have half a waffle. It ain't no more half a waffles going down no more. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, hook that up, man. Uh, this 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 comment just made me chuckle because it just seemed like really. I hid the last two slices of my birthday Dairy Queen ice cream cake in our basement freezer. My husband's dad comes to visit and scarfed every kind of sweet or snack we had in our house upstairs in the first 36 hours he was visiting for two full weeks and was driving me to tears. Literally, I hid a fork in my waistband, went downstairs to all kinds of random projects and maintenance issues those two weeks. My husband knew what I was doing. He did not want the cake, so I was not hiding it from him. But my cat would follow me down there each time <laughs> and beg for ice cream. Father-in-law's visit was in 2018, and five years later, the cat still follows me down every single time, <laughs> hoping for some cake. I did not give the cake, the, the cat, the ice cream cake for your information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's okay to tuck a little treat away for yourself. I'm saying it's okay to give the cat a little piece of salami. So forth and so on. You know what I'm saying it's rules today, Bob. And it's okay. Ah, that was a fun one. Uh, this one on some wild shit right here. Am I the asshole for refusing to help my mom now that her husband is sick and throwing the past in her face when she pleaded with me? This person an asshole, y'all? Hmm. I'm going to say no. I'll be different. I'll go yes. My mom and I, 25 female, have a contentious relationship. We have been mostly estranged for the last seven years. I say mostly because she made some effort to stay in touch while I faded away. My dad died when I was four. Mom and him were not married, but they were together. She learned, leaned heavily on my dad's family for a couple of years. Then she moved us away so she could start a better life for us. After moving, she met John and married him. I was told more than once by John and my mom that John was now my father. And I was told to call him dad. Refer to him as dad with others and not correct anyone who used the term who used the term dad. Wait a minute. Not correct. And not correct anyone who used the yeah, who used the term dad slash father. I was to correct those who said he was my stepdad. I didn't want to do this, but I was punished and John yelled at me multiple times for disrespecting his love. Mm. And I was berated and told that he was stepping up to take me on his daughter. And the least I could do is to respect him as my father. When mom gave John children, it became very clear. He never saw me as his. I was treated differently. I was not given the same anything yet. The rules remained in place that I call him, call John dad and would get punished for an inst for any instance of not mom always took his side, always backed him up, always agreed that he deserves some kind of respect for the stuff for this stuff. Forgive me. I still have some bitterness over this. You think? Some bitterness, just some. I didn't want John to be my father, but at the very least, if I'm going to be forced to address him as such and to correct people who spoke the truth, I felt like I should have been treated better at least. But that didn't happen. And I moved out the day I turned 18 and stopped speaking to, speaking to or seeing my mom and John. She would reach out. Sometimes I would read or listen to hear her speak. But I felt good not having them around. Now, John has been diagnosed with a neurological condition and my mom is caring for him. She asked me to come help her to help him to help out their children. I refused. She told me she needed me. They needed me and I'm their daughter. I told her I didn't care. I wouldn't help. And after everything they had done, they deserved nothing from me. 
I told her she failed me as a mother. And as a, as far as I'm concerned, they're already dead and buried and nothing, and I nothing to do with me. She said I was being unfair, holding on to the past too much and lacking compassion. She tried to tell me to think of the good times. I told her she <laughs> failed me. She forced me to say stuff I didn't want to say as a kid in order to appease her husband who didn't treat me like a kid, like his kids anyway. A family friend reached out after the disagreement and told me I should, I should be ashamed. And while they were imperfect back then, they are, st- they are my family. And I piled on a woman who was doing the hardest job imagine- imaginable, caring for a sick loved one. Am I the asshole? Hmm. I'm still going to stick with my no. Um, obviously, she feels a certain way. Sometimes, even when you might be uh, selfish to others, um, stick to your guns. You felt like you got mistreated. Stay on your path. As long as your heart can take the uh, take and keep on going. Yeah, I would. I all I would say is think your decision through before you come to a final conclusion. If if I were her, because this is one of those situations where whatever you decide, you can't take it back. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that, but they they seem like they got their mind made up. Uh. <laughs> There's a uh, but one lone pink comment, and it seems to be a breakdown of some things. This is by Blueberry Yogurt Cup. Nice asshole enthusiast. Your mother and her husband both emotionally abuse you. They ignored your needs and your feelings and demanded that you f- to fulfill their fantasies. You rightfully left as soon as you could to protect yourself. This was your mother's job and she didn't do it. She wasn't a good mother to you, but now she wants the the rewards that a good mother would get from her children. She didn't do the job. She was instead abusive to you and she wants the rewards. Her expectations are now uh, a continuation of her abusive treatment to you. Another example of her selfishness. When a parent is abusive to you, you do not owe them anything. It doesn't matter what they need now or how they want to use you now. They haven't shown remorse, remorse for their abuse. They haven't gotten help to change their attitudes and behaviors. They still want to demand from you that you be useful to them and comply with their wants. That's them still wanting to be harmful and abusive to you, to use you. That's not how parent loving parents act. She said I was being unfair, holding on to the past too much and lacking in compassion. You're not being unfair. She's being unfair. You're fixing the problem of her abusive behaviors to you during your childhood by protecting yourself from her now. Being around an unremorseful, abusive parent only adds to your pain and needs to heal. It rips open old wounds and makes your life worse. <clears throat> not being around her now is the consequence of her behavior then. And since then, it's not your fault. Then it's now necessary. It's not your fault that, it, that, that, that this is now necessary. It's her own fault. You lack you. You aren't lacking compassion. You're doing what none of them ever did for you. Having compassion for yourself. Someone should have. It should have been them, but they failed you. And you were trying to make up for their failure with a lot of extra work as an adult to heal from that childhood. It's not holding on to the past to, t- to have to take care of the effects that the past had on you. It's working hard to heal from all the things in your childhood that shouldn't have been there that they did to you. Your healing from abuse isn't clinging to the past. It's fixing the damage that they did in the past so that your future will be better. She tried to tell me to think of the good times. If there were good times, they do not negate the abuse. 
Abuse negates all obligation to the abusers. A family friend reached out after the disagreement to support you in your pain, to encourage you in the he your healing and your need for protection, and told me I should be ashamed. Ah, to be a flying monkey for the abusers, to support them, not you. And while they were imperfect back then, no, they were mostly abusive, not imperfect, huge different, that they're still my family. No, they aren't. They make choices to be abusive to you, to ignore your needs, to demand you not have feelings or wants or needs that didn't suit them. They treated you like someone not part of the family for all those years. They are the family, but you haven't been included in that family. The family friend is a friend of that family that excluded you by their choices and abuses. They aren't your friend. If they aren't seeing you as a real person, but only like that family sees you as someone they need to push into line so they can use you. Not the asshole. Protect yourself. Everything you say is right about them and the situations. You do not owe them anything. It's not your fault that you do not owe them anything. It's their abusive abuse that resulted in these consequences. Protect yourself. If that means block them all, do it. Well, word to you, Blueberry Yogurt Cup came through with the grill. And I think at a good times, um, line was just like, I mean, if this person never had good times, what the fuck? That's just going to make them even angrier. <laughs> like, it wasn't no good times, bro. Yeah. Uh, this one is a classic tasty ass I'm an asshole. And remember I told you it got deleted out of I'm an asshole. So this is this is just read a copy of it. Am I the asshole for ruining my stepdaughter's surprise because my kids weren't included? Hmm. My husband and I each have two kids. He has Elise, 16 female, and Logan, 12 female. And I have Lola, 12 female, and Luke, 9 male. Elise was very sick this past year. She wasn't able to go to school, and she was in and out of the hospital. She started to recover, and her doctors cleared her to go back to school part-time. When my husband heard that Elise could go back to school, he texted Elise's best friend and her boyfriend and told them the news and asked them to help him plan a big surprise party for her the day of her appointment. And by help, I mean they planned the whole thing, clear it with him, and he hands over his credit card. These kids had no rules besides the obvious don't break the law, no budget, no curfew. They could do whatever they want for this party. They planned a very fun party. They rented out the back room of a restaurant Elise likes. Her best friend, boyfriend, and maybe 20 friends would join them. After the restaurant, they rented out a theater at a luxury theater to watch a movie. Then Elise, her boyfriend, best friend, and a couple of other kids are going to do an escape room. Play laser tag and go go-karting and go to the arcade. Basically do everything she missed out over the past year. They have reservations for everything. It's all paid for. I looked at how much it costs, and it's in the thousands. Mm. The problem is Lola and Luke are, al are only allowed at the dinner, and Logan will be picked up after a couple of the activities. I think this is a celebration for all of us, and that all the kids should be included in this party, but my husband said no. This party is, Elise, is for Elise, and she wants her friends with her, not her younger siblings. We're not even going to be at the same table as them. I reminded him that Logan will be going to the movies and arcade with them, but my kids aren't allowed. And he said it's because Elise is closer with Logan than my kids. So she'd want Logan there for part of it. I figured I wasn't going to get anywhere with him. So I went to Elise and told her about the party. 
and asked her to tell her dad to invite her siblings. After the shock of learn uh, shock from learning about the party wore off, she said she'd rather keep things the way they were mm. planned because it sounds like a lot of fun. She mentioned the party to my husband, and he is furious that I went to her. He says that it's not my place to try to insert my kids into her one night out and is mad that I robbed him of the opportunity to see her surprised look on her face at the party. He's barely spoken to me since and since then. And I'm starting to wonder if I was the asshole for ruining the surprise. I see two perspectives here. <clears throat> one being the kid's perspective and one being the parent's perspective. Because I've been that kid before where I, my parents forced my siblings onto me for shit that I didn't want them there for. But this is also kind of a fucking big thing to exclude the other ones from. I don't Oh, man. It feels like he loves his kids more, and it's ruining his marriage. But, like, if I was that girl, I wouldn't want them there either. I, I'm, I'm... Who knows? I'm going to assume maybe I, maybe I read it wrong or whatever, or maybe we just skipped over that child has been in the hospital this entire time, has just gotten out, and her father is like, I'm going to celebrate my child basically getting free from the shackles of hospitalization by throwing her the biggest, best surprise party that she could ever have. And this broad went and shat all on that surprise because she didn't think her kids was getting enough shot. Fuck that bitch. <clears throat> Hell no. <laughs> yeah. No way. There's no way you go and ruin a surprise of somebody who just got out of the hospital. A, a surprise that your husband clearly was hyped for, amped to surprise this child, this child with. Just because you think it ain't cool that my kids don't get to do it all. What's well, not their party? Just like Aunt said the other day when it was like saying when is this when it when it's his his his, his when it's when it's one kid's birthday, yes, the other kid will get a present, but it ain't gonna be on the echelon of the present that the birthday child gets. Yes, these children will get to attend some of these events, but they will not get to attend them all because it's not their party. And to go and just ruin the surprise is is so shitty. And 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 it's it and, well, it, and, it's, thing, and, and it's done with like and it may not seem like it's done with malice, but it is done with malice because you knew what it was and you was like, fuck it, I don't care. There's one one piece of information though that kind of muddies the waters a little bit is the fact that they're allowing the one child to come and not the other two. But not everything. He gets to get in two more activities than the rest of them, basically. Isn't there only four activities? Uh, well, no. I guess I guess, I guess he gets dinner, to go to the movie, movie, movie the laser tag, and yeah. like what was the other thing? I don't even have this roll scroll back up. Oh, actually, over here. And then like, and then like the kids came and sit with the other kids at dinner. Like they're just sitting with the parents who aren't even at the same table. Yeah. So it's like they're going out for family dinner. And they just happen to be in the same place. Which I guess is fine, it is, you know, it is what it is. But, but then, yeah, like they're excluding the wife's children, both of her kids. But then the fa the husband, both of his kids get to participate. Lola and Luke are only allowed at dinner. Logan will be picked up after a couple of the activities. They don't spe specify the mm. activities. So Lola and Luke, her kids, are going to do the family dinner, but they're not going to all sit together. But that's because if say it's teenagers, they're going to go sit amongst themselves anyway. Yeah. So and, and and like I said, and again, her the the the, the girls, you know, direct report brother will get to do a couple of a couple of activities, which is probably probably the the movies and uh, laser tags. They probably don't. He's probably too young to be go karting. So if I if I were to assume, I think I fit all this shit in one day. They started at like noon. Damn. 
<laughs> they probably going to a place like Sing 75 that got all that shit all under one roof. Ah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you go 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 get dinner at one spot and then go to the other spot that has all the other uh, occasions and so forth. I mean, uh, like when you go to those places, like it's not like it's like strictly enforced, but like if they're a certain age or a certain size, they can't do everything anyway. Yeah, but also, uh, like I said, you you you've been told directly by by the man who's paying for this event. Hey, man, this is just I'm I'm cool with this. This is the vibes. And instead of, I don't know, I know she's in her mind, she's like, he wouldn't talk to me no more about it. So I had to fucking go over his head to, to who? Cause actually you went under cause he is the, he is the head. He is the Beaudron of this shit. You went, you went to a subordinate to blow the spot up. I hate it. I hate that people think that, 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 that that's, that's the mindset you have because that's not going to fix the problem. And in fact, you got a brand new problem now cause because you've ruined her surprise, so she'd probably be like, damn, you really kind of faded me on that. And then you ruined the surprise that this dude, this her, her father had, you know, worked, you know, saying with people to two, two plot and scheme. And I don't know. Let's read some of the comments. We'll see what the fucking comments had to say. Uh, one of the clearest you're the asshole decisions on this website. Oh. Truly heinous and unfixable. You went behind your husband's back to destroy something for his seriously ill teenager, all because your elementary school age kids weren't included. This would have made me make me reconsider our entire relationship. They always want you to break up on Reddit. You can't trust <laughs> that. Uh, let's scroll a little bit. So you decided that your 16-year-old stepdaughter, who by your own admission has been extremely sick in the hospital this year, can't enjoy a party meant to celebrate her health and return to some normalcy with her friends because her younger step-siblings aren't involved in every part of the party. You're the asshole. Apologize to your husband for ruining the moment that he wanted to have with his daughter and get over yourself. Then go apologize to Elise. Go to the party, be happy for her, and let her enjoy not being in the hospital and spending time with her friends. Sheesh. Not everything's about you or your kids. I'm trying to find you an, an, an asshole bo- a box where they'd be like, no, nah, you ain't, you, you good. You good. I'm trying to find you a, you good. But I don't necessarily think the woman is an like, asshole. I, 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 like I just. I understand that, like, she's trying to, like, look out for her kids, but I also see the other side having been an older child, having, like, younger kids tagging along on shit that I wanted to do for myself. Yeah. I was just trying to present both sides. That's all. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. You're such an asshole for oh. this. You got pissy because you didn't li- don't like your husband putting his daughters first. So you decided to ruin the huge surprise that, they, that he and her friends had planned. Did you remember them? The kids that planned out the whole surprise that you ruined? Not only are you a massive, horrible, selfish asshole, but you're Whoa. going to be positively legendary at their school and in, 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 in your neighborhood. I guarantee you that their friends and parents and all their other moms at the school events will know that you ruined this child's surprise. You're the asshole and you deserve every negative response you get, especially from your husband. I hope all the bad things happen to you and only you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man, there's not one uh, person not saying this person is the asshole. It's like it is all you the asshole. Yeah, I, I wonder like, how they can, how they feel about that because that. I mean, yes, that's some real live bullshit. But like to to be like it, a unanimous decision about you being an asshole like that, it got that shit got to fucking hurt. Like you went to this site in safety, and then it's just like, <laughs> nah, bitch. <laughs> 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 like it is not oh this one 
Extreme, you're the asshole. OP, do you actually like Elite? Like, at oh. all? How can you be so unabashedly shameless and thoughtless as to spoil the surprise just because Hubby wasn't going to force the kids into what was obviously meant to be a reunion between Elise and her friends? That even was not about celebrating Elise's recovery as a family. It was about celebrating Elise finally being able to leave the hospital and be a teenager again. Wow. Nope. Can't let Elise have this one night with just her friends. Have to shove the kids in there, and if that fails, then ruin the whole surprise. Didn't even cross your mind that she wanted to do something separate for you and your kids? Well, don't be surprised if, A, Elise no longer wants anything to do with you or your kids. Same goes for her friends. B, word of it spreads and you become a social pariah. C, hubby serves you divorce papers on the grounds of being so needlessly heartless and cruel that you put evil stepmother from Cinderella to shame. The absolute least you can do is apologize for your heartlessness and make plans to be as far from them as possible during the party so they don't have to be reminded of your heartless, tactless, downright monstrous behavior. It's the first ether under that whole uh, under that whole comment. And then, like, I can just imagine, like, uh, you go back to work after a couple months and you you know, you go through a divorce, you're going through your divorce. And then like your friend Sally at works like, what happened, Susan? Okay. So, you know, uh, my stepdaughter was sick for a long time. And, um, <laughs> you know, while she was sick, I thought that my kids should have went to a party for her and her friends. Cause we've been to the hospital to see her several times, but you know, her friends are only, you know, 13 and haven't really been going to a hospital and stuff. So, you know, Oh yeah. So, um, I'm back in uh, living in my mom's basement, and <laughs> anyway, that yeah, that was a that was a burner of one. I just that that was one I just I couldn't wait to share with you guys. I, 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 I thought y'all would appreciate the box. I like that you are always there to just in case be like, hey man, I know what this experience is from a, you have a perspective in this situation of 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 of. Uh, siblings of, of 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 different ilks and so forth so i get it i hear you baby you're a good dude uh in the realm of entertainment uh i watched the season finale of shrinking end to end great show every bit of it i'm so glad they got it they, they, it ended uh it ended well uh because I, they of course, they probably would have to prepare to just in, in case they didn't get a, another season, but they they have indeed gotten another season. So I, I that it cannot come back soon enough. Even though I, I know how Apple TV shows work, this bitch probably won't be back until late next year. But I'm excited for it because it's a very, very, very good show. Uh, still riding out with Mandalorian. Uh, how a lot of fun to be had there. Really enjoy that show. And in fact, it uh, has an episode coming out here in a, in a few minutes. No, it comes out Pacific time, don't it? So. I'll, I'll watch it tomorrow. Worry not. Uh, Grand Crew is still my shit. So there you go. Just know that, that show is dope and you should be watching it. Uh, Game Theory of Bomani Jones wraps up their second season this week, I believe. Friday's their last episode of the season. And uh, also a banger. You should be watching it. And I uh, uh, picked up my copy of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Uh, I got it for Xbox uh, Series X. As that is my system. Of, well, no, nah, I mean, I got it, whatever. That's this is my, I, my, I had the intent to play on. God damn, is Resident Evil 4 still such a good game? It was, my, it was my favorite game for the very longest time, like for years and years and years and years. And to have remade it so it looks gorgeous and plays uh, uh, even better than it did before, 
to have tweaked it like they have. You're saying lots of lots of differences, lots of similar things, and so forth and so on. It's a banger. Uh, you should be going out to buy you Resident Evil Four. Uh, it's available on Xbox Series consoles. It's available on PlayStation uh, Four and Five. It's available on PC, and it is fantastic and it's gorgeous and I love it. And uh, where I'm not doing this right now, that is what I'd be doing because <laughs> that game is my shit. I was playing it before I got on tonight. Is it first like, person or third person? Third person, third person. This, this, this is the OG. So they, 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 so you can you can get on this one if you were so inclined. You know what I'm saying? So good. And and I put it on easy because I was like, fuck it, man. I beat that game enough over the years. I can just play this on easy. But then I beat a boss today that I know should be more challenging. I was like, man, now I feel like uh, I'm, I'm probably going to beat it on easy, but then go do New Game Plus and put it on uh, on uh, harder, uh, the hardest difficulty on New Game Plus. Cause I can just run through with all the weapons I already got and just fuck up some commas. So I'm very excited about that. Great game. If you are looking for a new game and, uh, and, and, and have the, uh, the systems or, or PC need to play it, get on that shit. Like stat. That is all I've been doing in the realm of entertainment. What about you guys? I, uh, literally only got caught up on Mandalorian cause I haven't been home much the last four days. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> I know, like, uh, this is inside baseball, but we had to record early because um, I'm on vacation this week. Um, so when I'm not working, um, I really don't get to watch much TV and stuff like that. But one thing I have been really, really, really neglecting my family and all is, um, like, finishing up Red Dead Redemption 2. Um I was up playing last night. I thought I was done, but like you play more through the epilogue. Um, and I'm, I'm currently um, doing that right now. Um, I'm still enjoying the game. Um, I don't really know what's next. Uh, maybe, um, I'll, I'll pick back up, um, the last of us too, because, uh, I played like 20 minutes of that and I put it down. And I, I still got like a couple more um, guys. I didn't, um, I never really got into uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so, God, I, so good. That game's so good. Yeah, I got a couple <laughs> more games I could play. So, we'll we'll go go from there. But other than that, just watching Chopped and shit like that, nothing that would uh, really, you know, uh, with any plots or anything like that. There you go, people. Yeah, uh, you know the deal is, rate, review, subscribe, all that good talk, so and so on. And uh, somebody, I guess I don't say enough, but I guess like I said again, it's at the beginning of the show. But then you, you can email us, you can email us, podcast at stagecrunchymilk dot com. That email works. You know how it works? How I know it works? Because I got an email right here in it from somebody to us. <laughs> it's from my man, a uh, pizza guy, my man Bill. And uh, he wrote uh, uh, wrote us a nice little email. Let's get to it. Uh, hey, guys. Sorry to hear about Dan's health issues, but glad he's making the hard changes that will improve it in the long run. It's funny how he said once he started talking to friends about it, everyone had their own tales of medical problems and medications. I immediately thought of my own journey with this stuff, too. I want to write in about it and share what I was told by a doctor because it doesn't seem to be shared much. I hope sharing this can help anybody else with high blood pressure and heart health problems. I've had high blood pressure for 10 years. Just became normal. Took my meds and that was that. 
Last May, I almost died. Found out I had an enlarged heart and it was underperforming. Spent time in the hospital. One of the doctors explained that in a way that nobody else had that sodium slash salt is in almost everything we eat. And most people don't think about how much they're consuming and what effect it has on our hearts. It's in stuff we don't think about as salty with higher than you think amounts to. We have to look at everything we eat and figure out how much sodium per serving we're actually eating per day. Serving sizes can be misleading. Most people don't eat take two tablespoons of spaghetti sauce on a helping of spaghetti. He's limited to me to 200 milligrams per day for the first month. Now I'm allowed 1500 to 2000 milligrams per day. It's mind blowing when you realize how much sodium, uh, how much sodium we consume. Having to look up restaurant nutrition facts to see how much is in everything before selecting can be daunting, but those amounts are crazy. I went through cardio rehab and I'm getting better. My blood pressure has come down. I've lost almost 60 pounds so far and excuse me, I lost 60 pounds so far and feel far, feel better overall. Yes, regular exercise and healthy eating helped, but really getting a grasp on how things say they are low sodium or that we think are healthy are still very high sodium when putting a meal together. I look forward to continuing to hear about Dan's journey and his mastering of his health. P.S. The birdcage in Marks and Southland has been removed. I was there this week. Not sure how long it's been gone. Bill, thank you so much for thank sharing uh, sharing your story with us and and our and the listeners and so forth. So on box side, we're sent, we're dead ass just discussing sodium and and where it's hitting it and so forth on, on this road trip in Canada because it's just in places you just would never think and in amounts you would not think. Uh, Box is talking about how uh, he was so shocked to find how uh, just bread, like if you just made a simple sandwich, you could be quickly at, you know, almost a thousand milligrams of sodium just if you were just making a regular ass sandwich, not even like, you know, cold cuts, which are full of sodium and so forth. And so, and uh, of course, you know, say here's Bill saying the same damn thing. So, uh, uh, I uh, definitely am going, to, am going to talk to my doctor about the medication I'm on, but also definitely got, I definitely need to begin taking a hard look at my salt intake. I looked at, I, I bought some, uh, I, I knew I bought some bread today and I was like, what's going on with this salt in here? And I was like, okay. In the serving side, the serving size in this case box was indeed two slices. And it was, it's like a hundred milligrams of sodium or something for those two slices. So it was a more, sensible in a sort of way but not really you know what i'm saying but somewhat sensible in that it was like at least you know it wasn't per slice and so forth and so on i was like okay yeah the bread the the bread i was telling t about was like this like organic 12 grain bread that i got from like brownberry and like each slice of bread was like 220 milligrams of sodium so you're at 440 before you even put anything in the fucking sandwich okay for like someone like 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 what Bill's talking about, or like you know, what I was kind of shooting for. That's already like a thirty-year daily sodium intake on just two slices of bread. Yeah, it's um, it's wild the way things work. Like it was a, a um, a documentary I was watching a while ago about salt, and like um, they were saying like you you could just cut the salt out. And then, like, I think it was Cheerios that they made the person taste. It's like, we're going to give you, these are Cheerios without salt in them. And she's like, the lady started eating. And she couldn't even finish a Cheerio. 
she said was so disgusting, like without salt, like salt and sugar and like hydrogenated fats and all that stuff. It's like it's in almost everything and it fucks with us. And I don't know. It makes things difficult. Like like Bill was saying, this um, it's daunting trying to be like, I'm I'm. I'm hungry, but I'm trying to do better. <laughs> but it leaves me still hungry. Yeah. That's why they push us towards eating like whole foods, like fruits and vegetables and stuff. Because, you know, if you eat whole foods like that, they can't put sodium in it. You know, it'd have to be natural sodium. And those kinds of foods don't really have sodium in it. But it, yeah, it's the, it's the heavily processed foods that our society leans so heavy on, you know, convenience foods and whatnot that like, you know, that's the stuff that, like, especially, like, if you go to, like, a fast food restaurant, it's not like they put the nutritional facts on the burger containers and shit like that, you know? So, it's, like, they'll, they'll tell you calories all day, but you don't, you got to dig deeper. That's one of the things that I've been finding, like, when I follow these people on Instagram that are, like, quote-unquote, like, weight loss coaches and shit, they talk about macros as far as, like, protein, carbs, fats, and calories are concerned, but they don't focus ever on anything below that. They don't talk about sodium. They don't talk about, you know, bad ingredients in certain foods. It's always like, oh, well, if you just follow the macros, you can eat whatever you want. But what if you're a fucking fat guy with high blood pressure who's supposed to watch your sodium and you're sitting here with Tyson chicken with crappy breading on it and like barbecue sauce. And it's like three tenders or fucking 990 milligrams of sodium. Like, you know, like that's not, that's like, just as bad, you know? Yeah, because salt is also a preservative. So it's a lot of uh, in foods that that are processed because it gives them a longer shelf life. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, it's a lot in bread. I was watching a couple documentaries last week. Um, I guess maybe I should have brought that up during my, my media thing. But um, one was called Food Inc. And the other one was Genetic Roulette. And it talks about, like, how like the food industry uses like, you know, GMO foods and how they're not actually good for our bodies. And a lot of the stuff that they put in the foods to like, like the one example they used, and I think it was genetic roulette was the one company, uh, Monsanto. Mm. They genetically engineered corn to have pesticides in it mm. to help preserve the crops from bugs. And they claim that it doesn't affect us, but there's been studies shown that like the, pesticides that they put they grow in the corn like genetically can fuck up our digestive tracts the thing is we're just fucking we're cattle like we're just intelligent cattle and these companies fuck with our food so much under the guise of science that like we are like are we get fucked up from it but you know because it's in fucking everything you know unless something catastrophic happens on a large scale it's just people are just sad stories when they have problems, you know, gastrointestinal problems and stuff. Like, I ate a fucking protein bar last week, and it fucked my stomach up all night. And then on the box, made with GMO, you know, food, bioengineered food, shit like that. It's like the thought of some of the stuff is probably true as far as, like, helping. But there are a lot of instances where they go, like, too far and create stuff that, like, does kind of fuck up, fuck us up. But because, like I said, like there's so many people in the world and, you know, we're just human cattle that like, so what if some of us die at 60 and some of us die at 75? There's plenty more of us coming down the pike, take our place. So what does it matter? Yeah. They get paid. 
And then there's more people to, to replace the people that die. Yeah. Take 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 care of yourself, people. That's just what it comes down to. Live as long and as healthy as you can and be there and be present in the lives of those who who, who you love and want to be a part of their lives and so forth and so on, man. Just do right by folk, man. Like I said, We've been talking. Uh, we talk about. We've been talking about it more because, of course, we have opened up because you're saying boxes opened up, and and therefore we all have opened up a little more about our own situation and so forth. And of course, because boxes are research guy, it, it made me discover, huh? Maybe the medicine I'm taking is not good for me as a black man because guess what? Sometimes some of these medicines are not specifically good for black people. I didn't even know it. Didn't even think anything about it. And it's something I'm going to talk to my doctor about uh, when I visit with him next month. And so, or in May, when is that? I think it's May. And uh, yeah, that's a big deal. Didn't even know it was a, a, a problem. And until, so, of course, like I said, my man who would be in, in, in these research streets discovered that it's an issue. So you make sure you are doing right by yourself and doing good for yourself. And uh, thanks, Bill, again, for writing in. And, and, and I'm glad you were on the mend and doing man. well and slimming down and Doing, doing, doing all the, doing all that much better. And, uh, thanks for uh, continuing to be a listener and, and, and supporter. And, uh, that's dope, bruv. Uh, but there you go. Give us a call. 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. Uh, that over there is Anthony Animal Thug Tatum. Good night or good evening or good morning. It doesn't work whenever you hear this. That's Lushbox 2099. Not the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Internet's Taylor 713. You have just been podcast too, and I know you loved it. We will catch you next time. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.